0: always been watching i see great potential in you you have heard my whisperings welcome Your to the battleground of
1: the gods welcome challengers to battleground of the gods i am the hostess with the mostest 0 3 and joining me today we've got fro double g report nev wow dude <laughs> big Rick 20 x
2: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Battleground of the Gods. Let's crack straight into it.
1: Okay, and a very special guest, Duke Sloth.
3: I don't really have an intro anymore. Today we're talking about a podcast.
1: (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. So, you know, as we always do whenever we have a guest, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Ah, that's always hard. I remember last time I was here, I talked about um, how I mainly made theory crafting videos for Smite. Uh, I can't really say I mainly make theory crafting videos anymore. So I make, I make videos about Smite, and at this point, it's more whatever I feel like. It's a lot of news stuff, it's a lot of uh, data mining and all the surrounding stuff. It's still some theory stuff, and outside of that, it's, it's literally what is on my mind on that day. And I also make content for other games sometimes when I can. Like, lately I've been dabbling in Crucible a little bit. That didn't go so well, not because of my channel or anything, but because Crucible is not doing too hard just yet. We'll see how that develops. Um, but yeah, that's the status right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember when they were, you know, they just come out and I just saw all over Twitter, all about Crucible. And you're like, hey, does anybody want to play right now? I'm like, I'm at work. <laughs> I can't. I can't leave work. <laughs> I can't go. <laughs> I mean, then... I stand
3: by it. It's still a really good game. It's just, uh, I need some work.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I can't yeah. remember. I've seen it played, but very briefly. It's supposed to be like a a MOBA League of Legends with like shooting and, and Overwatch in it. Right, kind of that. Hon- style. Honestly,
3: it's closer. Like you make all these comparisons, but all of, out of all those, it's closer to Smite than any of them. Like separately, really, it's more like Smite with more mobility and shooting. Like where you actually have to aim.
4: Paragon, in a
0: way.
3: Yeah, I, I like my favorite comparison is Gigantic because that's really what it is closest to, but somewhere in the area of that. More, like, it's not really a MOBA in the, in the sense that it doesn't sell itself as a MOBA. It doesn't have uh, a final boss at, at the end or a final titan or something that you need to take down. It doesn't have towers. Uh, but rather it's, well, MOBA-like objective play across the map with PvE. And, well, again, uh, third person, very high mobility uh, and a little bit more shooter, but they also have melee characters, so a bit of everything.
4: I do gotta say, it usually speaks to the uniqueness of a game when you're like, well, you, it's not like quite like this, and it's not quite like yeah. that, but it like yeah, like things like that. Like I haven't actually had a chance to watch anything on Crucible.
3: The the problem is right now it has um, flow issues. I would say it has uh, some communication issues because they didn't really have voice comms and everything yet. They didn't have a mini map, uh, and the map is too large. And they were trying to force three different game modes onto it, and now they just cut it down to one game mode, and they're Reworking that. So I expect like two, three months down the road, it's probably going to look very different from now and even closer to traditional MOBAs, I suppose.
1: Hmm. I remember Gigantic. That was a really um, fun game. So if you're saying it's kind of like Gigantic, I'm pretty sure I might like this one. <laughs>
3: yeah, give give it, a bit, give it a, a bit more time until they've ironed out all the kinks that it has. But then I think uh, it will be a very close experience to Gigantic, which I will always miss as... The best game that could have been. <laughs> when
0: you know, I was when watching it, it reminded me of
2: Turok. Wait. Is that just way off? Did I watch the wrong clip?
3: Wait. Turok, isn't, I, I'm i trying to remember how Turok was. Like, I mean, Turok was a single-player shooter, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, with dinosaurs.
3: Yeah, no, it's not like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I I remember playing Turok as a kid, but... <laughs> well, the visuals, yeah, but, like, not not beyond that, No. Uh, but but that brings back that brings back memories. Holy crap, how old is Turok?
4: What is it? Turok oh. on the N sixty four, the multiplayer, right? God. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember what gun. All I remember is there was one particular gun that you could literally shoot someone once and they fucking exploded. <laughs> and holy yeah. shit, yeah, me yeah. and my neighbor got into like literal fist fights a few times because <laughs> of that fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, it just turned like someone grabbed that gun and get two kills, and it was like a fucking whopping bunch of. <laughs> like,
2: I think the, the best one shot weapon to ever hit video games is probably Odd Jobs Hat in the 007 games.
4: I haven't you remember that
2: at all. He's got a top hat. You just wing it at somebody, and mm-hmm. they insta die.
4: But that also had the golden <laughs> gun with the one shot, too. Yeah. I, I I like the hat for the uniqueness. But I just, I don't like one-shot weapons. It's almost like when you play Gears of War and someone gets the fucking bow. Now, granted, that takes some skill to get someone with the bow in that, to an extent. Yeah, it's kind of like
2: hunter autos. Yeah. yeah. Oof. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of hunter
1: say, autos. I can, hit, I can hit
4: those now, all right? I'm on PC. I can hit autos.
1: <laughs> I mean, we can't, we can't pass up this perfect segue. Bro, tell us about your games this week
4: <laughs> and your hunter uh. autos. Playing basically just a lot of adc i've been trying to get practice up on that the best i can uh, excuse me i had a scrim yesterday mm-hmm. against uh oh god what's their team the, the, the bot Warm g rejects. rejects yep yep the bot <laughs> g rejects and i had to lane against Goke, which gok's pretty decent like he can hit a lot of his shots um uh, my biggest problem was that, like, our everybody just kind of fell behind, and when your whole team falls <laughs> behind, the enemy team can kind of do what they want, and the, the other team is just better in general. Well, welcome like, to the my life as a jungler
2: when everybody falls behind, you're just like, well, fuck.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it got pretty bad. No offense to Colorado, but he fell way, way behind. At a certain point, like almost everybody in the game is level 20 he's a level 14 thanatos
2: oh fuck (laughs) that's rough
4: and and there i wouldn't say there was actual like heat in our comms or anything like that because like what was i think it was game two or something like that where i'm like god damn this ravana's ganked me three times in five minutes and He's like, well, I just came and ganked your lane. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you just came and ganked my lane. That doesn't change what I said. Like, this <laughs> Ravana's been over here three times. That sucks. Like, I wasn't trying to BM or anything. It was just like some miscommunication and yada is when you're that's not when doing Colo- the best.
2: That's when Colorado's got to hit you with the typical ward left. Ward, ward left.
4: <laughs> oh, I was warning. It's just wh- what does a Ravana give a fuck if I got a ward sitting under tower when what was it, it was Ravana. That, Ravanna, was game one. that was game one. Or was that game one? Okay, so it was Ravana and who the fuck did Blaze pick? Good Ravana. Wait, wait, what were what you playing? For free. What, what were you playing? Nav, what the fuck was I playing?
1: Well, yeah, what, what were you playing? <laughs> you were
4: Chernobog. I... Chernobog. There we go. That's right. I was Chernobog because <laughs> we were practicing the global comp.
3: Oh, come on. If you sit like... under tower as Chernobog, a Rav can't really do much to you. Because you can just go oh. into the wall and just wait him out. And what is he going to do? Sit under tower until you're done?
4: Yes. <laughs> and then he died. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what they did, Duke. <laughs> well, if I, he sits like, under that tower that then point...
0: maybe
3: you should kill him.
4: <laughs> no, he because he just stepped out of the tower line. And then just waited for what? me to come out. There like needs... at one point they came in there, I dashed into the tower, sat there and waited. There needs Had to, to be. To dash AA. out. Immediately altered up in the air, because they're still there, sat there and just waited and came down, and they're still just there waiting for him. I'm like, well, this is my life now. <laughs> Here we go. Did
0: that
2: that makes me think
4: we need a physical
2: staff of Mirdin so that you can dash into the wall twice. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you think of the, I mean,
3: uh, the consequence that that would mean for ADCs on the other, like the other way around, which is way worse, being that junglers will have their abilities twice? I think, I think the hunters would be the first one to start whining about that because their <laughs> abilities are not as impactful unless you're older. And maybe and though.
4: Well, Oleron already technically could, because he could build Mirrodin right
3: now. Yeah, but it doesn't maybe. really matter that much on him compared to... But that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. It doesn't right, matter right, right, that right. much yeah, on yeah. Hunters, but on Assassins, it would make a massive difference.
4: Yeah, all I'm thinking is, like, cirquette Double Madness or Double... What's that ability? Yeah, Double, so one, just a double one. Just Double One. Yeah, just damage. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, here's that's bad. bad. Bane, well yeah, actually
3: yeah. hang on that doesn't really work that well though because you would still want to use your two beforehand and then you have a double two and not a double one because it's the first Fair. ability of the old
2: Fair. i think there's yeah. others or, that are worse or you could apply three poisons <laughs> right, which i don't think that I don't, no don't i think, think it has to be different works.
3: poisons they have to be different poisons yeah, yeah that doesn't work um no but there would be definitely some some
4: We're very physical helpful can you imagine trying to catch a fenrir at that point <laughs> when He's just like, Oh, I'm gonna leap brutalize leap, and you're like, Oh, he went half the map.
1: He's where, <laughs> okay. is, where did he go?
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> that, the worst one would be Susano. Oh, oh my god!
3: Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. I pile oh might be god. worse if she can use her one four times. That, um, yeah. just the amount of damage that that is. I don't know if it's four times though. In that case, oh, it would be three, can't say,
4: or, or I mean pretty Impactful if she was able to alt one or not alt two one two double knock up, that wouldn't be too horrible. There, yeah, there's a lot of things that could be pretty bad. Just put it on <laughs> fail
2: not, just put that passive on fail not because nobody's buying fail not right
4: now. Yeah, but that's that's
2: not <laughs> but then the everybody item's fault, that's it. people's fault. <laughs> no, then only hunters could buy it. <laughs> oh.
3: If fail not was available to, to not just hunters, I mean, I think there's uh, some things to be done with that. <laughs>
2: I want new items, mm. fucking new god. I mean, Cthulhu's... Catulus. Uh, I, I can't say his name. He's cool, but like, let's get some new items. Let's get like a we whole new We can call tree. him
4: Mister Squidward Face. Will that help you? Yeah, I can get behind that. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Mister Squidward Face.
3: I don't know if I. I mean, we have midseason coming up, but I don't think we will get that many items. I think. No, we won't. It's just I think we've thinking. reached the threshold of items at this point.
2: Like, when they brought in the Lovecraft items last uh, last season. Lovecraft. Lovecraft? What the hell Arthurian. is the Pantheon called? Yeah,
4: Arthurian.
2: Oh, Arthurian. Oh, oh no.
3: wait, you're talking about... Oh, never mind.
2: Arthurian? No, it's not. It's
4: like... What? I don't know. Yeah. Lovecraft is Cthulhu. Lovecraft is Cthulhu.
3: Arthurian is King Arthur.
2: <laughs> yeah, whatever that yeah, one but... was. When they brought in those items, that was awesome. Mm-hmm to hold they were pretty
1: tree, like
4: that for Christmas in july yeah but <laughs> it really is getting to the point where it's like what more do you add like I'm sure there is like don't get me wrong i I will never fault high Res for creativity because there are some creative people in that place but I personally am pretty dumb and not creative so it's like what what more? else I mean, could, they keep coming out with do? new
2: gods that have 70 things different in their kits I'm sure they could come up with a new item
3: I'd, I'd rather see them rework items like Stone of Foul. That that's an item that definitely needs a rework. So we have to see no, that no, first. Bro, I
2: going to tell you how it's good third item in assault.
4: They'll tell you. Tell Pro. What? Oh, no, it's not. Go, go <laughs> on then. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I've built it in a few situations, but those are niche situations where I decided to build it. <laughs> Usually it involves the enemy team being at least four magical
3: yeah like the the, the idea of stone of file only works when you're clustered with your team all the time okay so assault checks that box when the enemy team has a ton of magical damage and when your team is already building a ton of magical defense or rather one character is and that's just maybe that's feasible in non-conquest modes but in conquest it's just not gonna happen it's just never gonna happen
4: right i have never built it like i said outside of assault because you're always so grouped up and yeah. there being at least four, if not five, magical people.
3: Yeah, would be a reason and to build them, but
4: really be feeling the heat from their damage too. At, at that it, point, it I'd rather just them. build
3: like bulwark. You know, just get one full defense item and get it over with.
4: It it still gives you a little power and cooldown. That's that's the thing.
3: It does, but it doesn't really give you that much protection, like even in the best situations, because. It'll it'll just take some magic protections from your allies in range, but it will not even give you any health along with that. So effective health-wise, it's not even that great. It's just magical prod, and that's it. Oh,
4: no, no, I feel... I'm not defending the item. I'm just saying, in that niche situations, it's okay.
3: Yeah, but okay so at best. <laughs> okay. It's like, okay, but you could still maybe find something better.
4: Right. It, it's like, a, I'll, I'll think about buying it once I sell my boots, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I miss Pen on Purple Boots. I've been I've been playing some damage Guardians a lot lately, too. I really miss the Pen on Purple Boots.
3: I mean, the new Purple Boots work I mean, pretty well with them. It's not exactly an issue.
4: Yeah, but... I was just a big fan. I was eh. a big fan. Like, it just felt really nice on Ares, you know what I mean? You pick, you get Ares, you buy your Jade Crown, your Void Stone, you got your Purple Boots, and you just fucking kill people. Which he still does a lot of damage when you do that. I just miss it. <laughs> so, how'd the rest of anyway. the scrim go? Uh, let's see. The game two, we since we pretty much still got shit on game one, we're like, all right, so we're just gonna Nev had to leave, and we had to bring in our sub, go uh, coffin monkey, and like, all right, we're just gonna play people that we're gonna have fun with, and we're just practice our role, not practice any comp or anything like that, just practice our roles up because backlash is still pretty new. Yeah, I end up messaging Blaze. I'm like, "Hey, uh, why don't you let your solo laner know this is only backlash's like sixth or seventh game in solo? Like, he can ease off just a little bit. No need to be at seven minutes forcing him back to Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Just cut, just cut a little slack. Like, I'm not saying sandbag, but maybe go for the totem instead of the kill. You just (laughs) once. But uh, we decided uh, to send him a bit of a message. So, our bans for game two were all five guys that they picked game one. Nice. They, they, we literally just banned... Like, our last ban was a Ho-Yi, even though Goke locked in his fucking run second pick. We're like, nah, fuck it. Still ban it. Send the message. <laughs> Send the message. <laughs> but uh, we did somewhat better in that game. Again, I think it's a lot because we were more on comfort picks and comfort trumps meta most of the time. Um, I went Anubis carry. Cause he went run I was the only one who did any sort of counter picking, just because you know Anubis does pretty well into run And Goke and I were pretty evenly matched, but Blaze McBain was on the Achilles support and would not hop off my dick like uh, ever. And I don't blame him. If I was playing Achilles and I saw Anubis, I would be all over that. But it's like, God damn it! I would I would almost get Goke, and then here comes a fucking Achilles shield bashing me. It's like you motherfucker. <laughs> and I. For whatever reason, if my teammates were anywhere around, like if they were, if they could see me in any aspect at all, I would not hit my rap. They head off in the jungle (laughs) and I hit every single rap. Like they would leave, instantly start hitting raps. They come back over, miss them all. And like (laughs) Dickie was like, dude, bro, we're going to need you to start hitting some of those. I'm like, yeah, trust me. I know the feeling. I'm the one getting dumpstered when I miss them. But uh, <laughs> then he would, like, leave, and I'm like, oh, here's a wrap on Goke," and I'm just going to alt him, and okay, I guess that works. Like, there's a few times, literally, he would come to gank. I'd miss my shit. He'd leave. As soon as it came back up, I would actually get my stuff off and get a kill. It's like, oh, well, guess that's uh, – it is what it is, Dickie. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want the assist goal. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, yeah, they ended up beating us in that game, too. Uh, like I said, I, th- I feel like it was – much more competitive on our end, although still not very close at all. But we were having fun. Yeah. So that's that's what it really breaks down to. And, and that's then what today, are
2: for. if your team can get out, can out of a things. scrim where you get stomped and you guys somehow had fun, that is a best case scenario. <laughs> because a lot of times it does not go that way.
4: You know, like I remember one time we, I was going to scrim with the last split when I was coaching that team there and Lantern's like, oh, I got some people from my, my... some of my viewers from my stream that'll come scrim with us. I'm like, oh, okay. And I had to play solo, even though I didn't want to. I'm like, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll sub solo. It'll work. It'll be fine. There was a fucking, like, GM dual player that I was going against in solo lane who try-hearted his balls off, and I'm like, oh. Okay, so these people knowing... That they are, like, GM in other modes. I don't know what they are in Conquest. But GM and other modes going against a legitimate bronze team. And this dude's going to try his absolute best of just shit on me. Like,
2: okay. Gotta impress the, the uh, former Olympian and current Smite podcast host.
4: That doesn't impress me. That shit doesn't impress me. Beat, it's like, it's... You guys hear that? Man, it's like a heavyweight from. going against a bantamweight. Like, oh, I'm real impressed that you won, bud. Like, <laughs> clap, clap, I guess. Like, But it is what it is. But I, w- I was in a... Uh, the BMT, the Brutal Magdalene Time Boys, through a meme tournament today. A meme joust. And uh, that was pretty fun. I do gotta say it was very fun. Both games, I went damage Cerberus. So the... the the stipulations for the, the like Joust it. tournament were, you couldn't, or at least you weren't supposed to, build meta, and like, on your if you were going carry, no beads agus combo, like none of that shit, like, Meme. Meme was the name of the game, right? BMT style. I'm like, hell yeah. And game one, it was Blaze, i and we beat them 25 to 2? Whoa. Right? In the Joust. Oh, we were. Going at him. Well, I was damage Ares, damage Cerberus, and a tank Cupid. Right? <laughs> nice. Cupid! Cupid! Yeah. Cupid! But we did, we, we were doing a lot of damage. At one point, they had, uh, fuck, who was it on the enemy team? I don't remember who it was, but it was a warrior that was going damage. And I went to alt them on Cerberus to, like, you know, pull them back to our team, obviously. And they had just over 50% health. I'm like, all right, I'm going to ult. Hit the alt button, disappeared. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting that. Because <laughs> he like instantly just boom, gone. I'm like, oh shit, son. Dude, damage Kerberos uh, is fun. I, dude, I, w- I was going lifesteal damage Kerberos. Yep. Too. Uh, yeah. I did it in uh, Me and Nev <laughs> were
2: playing at cooldowns on Sunday. And I built damage Kerberos. And Nev was on Afro. So she just stayed linked to me. And I just mm. didn't really die. I went like yeah, 16 a- and 3. You were like
1: halfway through that game, he was like, Oh shit, Nev's the Afro. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yep, You're welcome. <laughs> thanks. Okay. Dude, that <laughs> gets me into trouble meme. all the time, having player names turned off.
4: Like, yeah, I, I, I don't realize
2: up. when somebody is whoever they are.
3: I mean, you'd still see it before the game.
2: Don't expect yeah, me to
0: have that kind <laughs>
3: No, I have them turned off, but usually I, I notice at some point, at least. Or when you tab once.
4: Yeah. I, I do gotta say, I wasn't bitching too much about them purple boots changes on Cerberus when I did Lifesteal.
2: No, it is fun.
4: But this this particular tournament, because it was meme, we decided right from the get-go, we're not buying boots at all. Throughout the whole thing, no boots.
1: I bet Blaze was so happy.
4: Oh, dude, yeah. as soon as I said that, he's like, you fucking know I'm down for that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know you're down, Blaze. We have to remind you to buy boots, bud.
2: <laughs> yeah, Duke, our friend, our good friend Oh, no, no, Blaise. you don't need to tell
4: me
3: because we actually had this exact conversation uh, on the last podcast I was here. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, good timing. So I, I told my wife about how we were doing that the meme build, and I'm like, yeah, we decided we're not going to do boots. My wife doesn't know shit about Smite, really. She stopped. She's like... No boots. And I'm like, yeah, we decided not to them. she's like, but you always buy boots. And I'm like, this is my <laughs> You know nothing about Smite, but you know to buy boots. What Thank do you, you mean? Teach blessing on soul in arena is a good viable build. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> oh I was soul afraid I was gonna get reported. But uh Yeah, so didn't go any boots. Unfortunately, the the game two, the other people they picked Fafnir, Kobrakin. And uh, who was the th- Kumbakarna? Right, three guardians. And that's the whole like three guardians. That's our meme. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's kind of meme. And then Kabrakan went damage Kabrakan, which you ask me is not a meme. I was gonna at say that's, that's more
3: standard than
4: yeah, and he went blink beads combo. I'm like, that's literally just a typical kabracken like there was nothing special about him like this is just this is any kabracken you would see in any conquest game playing jungle like yeah. that's what it was and then unless he, had, he built a
3: but we why unless even he then he
4: might have but even then that's not so far out where it's like meme. Yeah. no it's not but at least it's something to go off of it, it eh. is something w- one item he built was meme we're out here building full meme builds he got one item yeah
2: how many people played then, loki in this tournament
4: uh, I don't know. We had the Loki players on our team, and we decided not to even do that.
2: Wow, but, so uh, they are capable of feeling emotion.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And then, let's see here. The Fafnir, complete meme. I'm with that guy. He upgraded Sunder, first item, full damage, <laughs> like, BMT fucking Soul Reaver, Soul Gem style. I'm with it. Can't I'm with clear, it. That can't guy, clear a camp, but it'll hit you with a camp, fucking no. hammer. No, but he came out with the big dick energy, and I appreciate that. The Kumbakarna, now granted, on my team, again, we had Tank Cupid. I was Damaged Cerberus, and we had a, uh, he went for the yellow build Medusa, the numbers build, yellow numbers build, or whatever it was, which I thought that meme was a little light, but considering it was just one of our three, and he was still kind of doing a somewhat shitty Medusa build, I'm like, all right, we'll we'll roll with that. But their Kumbakarna went, First item, mystical mail, which isn't good on Kumba. I get it, right?
3: Oh, I think I saw that guy but, sign up. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, he said he was
4: gonna do it. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, kind kind of meme, I guess. You know, it's not that great. But then he went mid guardian mail, which like he went full counter build our team. Like, not meme oh, items. He counter built us, and I'm like, oh, okay, you hid behind the one item in triple he, guardians and claimed that. you guys is meme.
2: You just zip in, yawn, zip out.
4: Yeah, that's what I was gonna. We were <laughs> contemplating picking up Kumba Karn and going full movement speed Kumba, but it didn't happen. So it is what it is. But well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, definition. how are you
3: gonna enforce a meme build? Ru- I mean, I would imagine BMT aren't exactly the guys that would like want to heavily enforce the rules, anyways. But like how are you going <laughs> to how are you going to enforce something like that if you like seriously want to just do meme builds because like everyone's just going to say oh yeah this is a this me, this build is a meme to me or some shit you know it's not really
4: well well so they had their prizing broke up different ways and they were awarding points that they felt appropriate for like uh, relic pickups your uh just like a team who tops, smite is it anyways your...
2: tournament or what
4: yeah it, it, yeah basically and they even were saying that, like, where the points like are the that. only thing that matters. I like but that. But then they, they actually were giving out prizing for first place to the point where the final round, even people in chat are like, this isn't very memey anymore. Because <laughs> the last round, they're, like, they're doing standard picks and <laughs> standard builds and everything. Uh. But they actually were going to. Just like deduct points. Deduct points, the the points
3: for every single non-meme item they build to the point that even when you win the game, you just. Losing points if you have not enough meme items.
2: Right. You know what would have been me would a bad idea. You know what would have been really good, bro If you teamed yeah. up with Depp and just let him build like he normally would.
4: Got him. <laughs> Got him. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> you know, I played a game with Depp the other day. I, he kinda built relic dagger just a little bit late in his build, man. I don't know what was with that and then rick rick the other day in chat fucking giving me shit like fro he built every goddamn item in the game i'm like no i didn't i just literally built the six that you suggested no (laughs) i have figured something out about you fro
2: (laughs) it's taken me a little while but i've figured out that you will bust balls and you will talk shit with somebody until it becomes smite related and if i say something like oh nice missed ability idiot whoa i can't and you just turn it up to eleven. You can't handle the smite shit. No. <laughs> Throw. What you the fuck is that? The build? sheer
4: amount what do you of mean? BM I actually receive <laughs> about my smite gameplaying smite build from literally <laughs> everybody I play with for the most part.
2: You can talk shit about Fro's Mom all day. Talk shit about his assault builds, and I'll he'll fucking lose it. join you talking shit <laughs> about my mom. <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah. Is, is, was 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 that your games? I can't remember.
4: Might as well be. Nev, how was your games?
1: I was actually going to pass it on to our friend here, Duke. How were your games this week?
4: Oh, there's
3: actually not all too much to say. Um, the state of OCE is <laughs> tragic. Um, so the issue that we've been having for, well, months, multiple months at this point, is that in Conquest and Arena, all the games stutter and lag and it's horrible to play and because of covid we had a decent amount of players for once we had a decent uh, player increase because everyone was at home so right. you almost get you a could full actually... in-house what
2: you could almost get a full in-house
3: oh yeah no you could actually get <laughs> you could actually reliably get three queues in well maximum two pops which is insane for australia so you could get arena you could get a uh, congress and you could get joust but because this bug has been around for multiple months now, no one feels like queuing conquests and Arena anymore, and now with the players going back to work, basically, uh, the player numbers going down, it's been super hard to find matches again, and it's basically back to everyone playing Joust. So I've only played some Joust, and playing Joust on OCE is extremely boring most of the time because you just get new players a lot, or you get like a fully stacked team, and neither is what you really want. Like, it's, you will you you don't know what you're in for before the game, so you don't know if you're going to pick like full tryhard stuff or just some chill stuff. Uh and every game is just a just a gamble. So, yeah, I played a few games and none of them was particularly impressive or worth talking about.
2: You know if I'd been voted Olympian, I would have fixed that by now.
3: They actually have like an Olympian on that and they actually have multiple people at hires on that but they cannot figure it out because the bugs apparently don't show up in their logs. It doesn't, like, there's no data anywhere that would show them. They can see them on the streams and stuff. They can see them on the on the VODs. And they, they are aware they exist. They know what they look like, but they cannot replicate them at all. They cannot figure out what it is. And the bug exists both in uh, SEA as well as OCE. Uh, and I have a strong feeling that it's something related to the servers and the server providers. <laughs> I-NAP. Um And that they are simply not able to talk about it because they can't trash talk their server provider. Um, So, yeah, fun times. I will
4: say, from my understanding from the year I was an Olympian, trying to repro or reproduce the bug, or any bug, is usually what takes the longest
3: yeah it's harder when when you you can't repro it if you're not even in that region you know or like it's even harder to repro it because if they played o c e they would have lag either way they it wouldn't be lag based on on anything related they would have lag because of the distance so
0: mm-hmm.
3: i think I think it's something with the server provider who we all know is uh currently going through that whole bankruptcy thing anyway so yeah, not surprised. It's just really sad. When you play some other games in between, you see how good their servers are, and then you go back to Smite servers, and you're like, "Wow, that's that's how bad it can be."
1: What about your non-Smite games? How are those been going?
3: <laughs> um, well, I have played some Crucible this week. Same problem there. In a in a, in a nutshell, because um, they have uh, they have working OCE servers now. The problem is that they at the moment don't have enough OCE players. So I'm playing on an A server for the most part, which is Surprisingly good, if I play on NA, um, on NA West, uh, I actually get a ping of like 160, which is bearable, which uh, would be really cool if mine had, had West servers, that, that would actually have uh, like working NA West servers, that would actually make my ping on NA much better. Um, and yeah, those games were fun. Also one-sided, because there's too many people that just don't understand Crucible yet, because they're not coming from, like, mobiles and stuff, and they just get really confused. Yeah, and outside of that, I have spent a lot of this week looking at upcoming games as well. There's some really cool stuff coming out. Um, some stuff that came out, like, in the PS5 announcement, or, like, that will come out later. Uh, that's actually coming out on PC as well, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah.
2: My favorite meme I saw was, uh, somebody said, they basically did this, and it was a three-ring binder sandwiching a PS2.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite one is they stood it up right on its side and put Seto Seto Kaiba's head on top of it, because I'm like, oh my god, that is pretty spot-on to his outfit.
3: My favorite is the one where they put it, like, they used the sideways version, and uh, put it on like a university campus, and they're like, "This looks yes. like the new art film." a pom pom chair? Oh wait, there's another oh. one um, where they replaced. I can send you this one. Uh, where they replaced the Pope's hat with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. PS Five. I'll send it
2: in the chat.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that would be good.
2: That's so good.
4: So I did see in your Discord you were uh, playing some PTS for Cthulhu.
3: Oh, yeah, right, that ago. was last week, right, was it? That was this week?
4: You, I actually seen that, and re- that's what reminded me, like, oh, shit, I can actually download the Smite PTS now.
3: <laughs> you should join us next time.
4: I would love to, but you play around 3-ish, well, it was between, like, noon and 3 EST, and I am, unfortunately, back to work
3: now. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I, like, I'm just generally speaking, like, I, I just play whenever, sometimes I play early, sometimes I play late, I just try to get people for PTS in general.
2: Because, uh, yeah.
4: No, I was sitting at work staring at that and I was like,
2: (laughs) dude, I hate being back at work because I found two streamers that I really, really enjoy watching. One of them streams during the day and the other one goes live at 11 at at night. And now I can't watch either of them. That's (laughs) unfortunate.
3: But yeah, PTS is like, PTS is interesting. Cthulhu is, uh, Yep, something.
2: <laughs> is he gonna be good in duo lane?
3: Yes. I haven't played him yet. Yes, uh, I think he's gonna Bunk be ass. good both in duo and in solo and on release. Uh, they've nerfed his numbers a little bit, but I have a strong feeling he's also be gonna be relatively viable as like a mage-like character. I, not necessarily maybe in conquest because the early game is a bit sucky, but. And any non-conquest mode, if you go full burst Cthulhu or just, like, ethereal soul Reaver Cthulhu or something, it's going to be ridiculous damage.
2: Is he too slow for jungle? Uh,
3: Actually, he is not that slow. Surprisingly okay in that regard. Um, I haven't actually run him a jungle. Uh, I think it's not his, his strongest point because he just has tools that work better in other lanes. And, like I said, his early game is not that great and you don't really want a weak early game on your jungle most of the time. Um. No. But especially, like, what I would try, what I would try in jungle is level the three, which I haven't really tried much before, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, Because the three actually has a ton of damage. Uh, You will lack some mobility, but you make up for it by having your ultimate, your giant form. Uh, The problem with jungling with him is not so much that he's slow, but rather that his ganks are the wait. most visible ones that you'll ever see because he's so <laughs> massive. <laughs> like it's, it's worse than ganking with Yuman and That says a lot, I think. So,
2: I, and I've done that before.
3: Yeah, I've done it too. Double it's Worm. fun, but like it, it like sometimes they just see you, you know.
2: <laughs> the first time I got forced into Yorm Jungle, I was actually playing solo in in a ranked game, and my son, Wukong. Uh, got Assassin's blessing, did the speed buff, and then just decided to stay in solo lane. <laughs> After <laughs> so that start,
1: like, okay. Yeah, he
2: just like Sounds came good. to lane with me, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> so I went and jungled with uh, with Yorm, and that was actually pretty fun. We did lose that game, <laughs> shocker.
3: I mean, honestly, in in many ways, Yomaganda, if he wasn't that tall, would actually be a pretty decent jungler. He's got that stealth he's got the mobility he's got the very quick clear as well yeah, he's got some cc it's, yeah it's you know. two
2: clears camps like holy shit.
3: yeah it's not bad technically it's just you see him all the time
2: <laughs> <laughs> there he is he coming
1: <laughs> i really like um playing pts because uh i'm more of like a mage or a hunter main but when i saw cthulhu was coming out i was like i I got to at least try him in PTS, you know, I got to at least see what he's all about. Yeah, I like I like doing stuff on PTS. I, I took him into a jungle practice and just see uh, just to see like what relics you could use in his ult, And the answer is just about all of them.
3: Yep, and, and <laughs> they are so thunder. hard to see, which is so unfair. <laughs> like you can you can use like thorns and it's way harder to see than normally because they can't like I talked to pong-pong about this. They can't change the, the size of the icons. Right. So everything stays like the normal relic size on a much larger model, which is really, like, you really have to pay, pay attention to some of them, like Shell especially. It's just really hard to see. But at the same time, it's also a downside for him, because sometimes, like, you have a Thanatos old icon on you, and you don't even notice it, because it's, like, some small icon at the bottom of your body, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And suddenly you get dunked, and like, oh, I'm dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, I remember, I I... I... Um, I tried Sunder in his ult, and I was like, this is stupid. (laughs) I'm walking off. (laughs) To (laughs) be fair, I don't know if he gets
3: that much of a Sunder, though. Like, it's funny, but I don't know if he would really use it. (laughs) It (laughs) is funny.
1: But I was just curious. So, uh, yeah, you can use all of them in his ult except for Blink and Teleport. But everything else you can use in his ult. So there you go.
3: And you can still use Blink beforehand and then just ult, which is way better anyways, because then you get the damage from the immediate ult, which is... Insane. Like, his burst I damage mean, true, when he ults Think about how so scary, it scary
1: it would be. Yeah, yeah, Think about how scary it would be.
3: I mean, you can still do like what people pointed out because I had a Nua in my game. Uh, you can still just stealth in uh, like, in a nuwa fog as Cthulhu and then ult. You will still have that terrifying surprise effect that way because his entire oh model God, is hidden <laughs> in nuwa uh, fog. His entire massive model. And I think he just needs to be touching it a little bit to be stealth as well.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: That's... Terrifying. (laughs)
2: Yep.
1: (laughs) Rick, how were your games this week?
2: Oh, I had some interesting games. So, it kind of started off uh, Saturday. I streamed for, was it Saturday? Sunday. I streamed for uh, Asgard Okami on their channel. I was raising money for the Black Lives Matter movement and for the Minneapolis Freedom Fund. Nice. And yeah, it was a really good time. Uh, I got started on my uh, Athena Star Challenge with a nine and three Athena game in support. I might have been last hitting some a little bit. I think I had like three or four reach kills that game. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'll keep going. He's back. All right. Uh, but yeah, I had like three or four reach kills with Athena. And that felt really good. And then, uh, Hippie Khajiit donated $200. So, the last time I streamed for charity, when we had a big donation, the reward of it was that whoever was streaming had to play a fully Zoom... Well, actually, they comboed the rewards, but you had to play on uh, one sensitivity. And so, I got Kali... The last time I did that and played Kali and ADC on one sensitivity and fully zoomed in. Yep. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't go zoomed in this time, but Aww. I did go Kali, ADC with one sensitivity. And it's a fucking trip every time. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever tried that, dude. takes. It, it um, tends- I am, like, picking up my mouse over and over and over (laughs) again, and that will finally get me turned 180 degrees.
3: (laughs) I've done the opposite. I've done the max sensitivity, but I've not done the the min sensitivity.
2: It Uh, is rough. But I did pick up a kill.
3: Hang on, just one second. What was the link you sent before? Because it literally crashed my Discord for a second.
4: (laughs) It was a link to that picture. I meant to copy the picture. I feel feel like I have
3: a virus now. I think you just hacked me.
2: Way to go, We. Might have been. Send some anime hey. pics and it crashes Duke's Discord.
4: <laughs> Goddamn right. I mean, it is from the BMT Discord, so I mean, you never know what comes out of there.
3: <laughs> okay, go on. But sure. yeah,
4: I did pick up a kill on
2: Kali 1 Sensitivity. I got K... I should have had a triple kill, and I got ks on all three of them. That is on a VOD somewhere. Unless <laughs> it got deleted because all the music shit. But that is on a VOD somewhere. I should have had a triple kill. I got KS so hard. But I finally got a registered kill on minimum sensitivity Kali. So that was fun. And then I made a horrible mistake of playing Morgan ADC the next game. And it's like... I I don't even know. It's like throwing a medicine ball and then trying to throw a beach ball. Like, it, I went 1-8 in one of the worst games of smite i've ever played i was horrible (laughs) and i'm gonna blame it on the sensitivity because i couldn't hit shit i was i left base and i turned around i did like two 360s and i was like oh that would have turned me like 15 degrees on golly last game (laughs) (laughs) it just spun my character but that was a lot of fun we raised uh over uh, just at 400 Dollars while I was streaming, which was only for a few hours, and uh, they raised a lot more after that. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, really good cause. Glad uh, that that Asgardo did that and asked me to to help them. Uh, so then we had a league set this week, and right before the league set, we did. Nev, we made a mistake.
1: Oh no! What did you do?
2: One that you might be familiar with. We queued a conquest 30 minutes before our game and yep. didn't have the surrender vote. We had yep. three of us. Yep. I was like, guys, are you sure we should be doing this? As the as the lobby's popping up. It'll but we actually fine. got matched <laughs> against uh, our boys over there on Gridlock. So, like, Fuzzy Wuzzy, Velveteer, Rye Guy, all those guys that are playing in the Baji League. We got matched up against them. So... It was actually a really competitive game that we had to surrender at 23 minutes because we had to go for for our game, which <laughs> kind of sucks. <laughs> but it was fun playing those guys. Uh, and then we got into our league set, and I did it again. I made Odin's support really pop off. Uh, I had a really good first game on Odin. Even though they like we drafted it in first phase – because uh, we we also had an Afro and we felt like it did a lot and they uh, my team likes me on that Odin pick, so I picked it and was kind of just waiting for movements and I, I really felt like I should have been caging more often early. I, re- I really wasn't, but in late game team fights, that cage was doing a lot of work. I, I fully stacked the passive. Um, they they were coming down mid lane. They actually we took a really bad fight. Uh, with fire giant got and got like three of us wiped. Uh, so they come down mid lane and they're about to defend our phoenix or they're about they're trying to take our mid phoenix while it's just me and our jungler up. Uh, and I landed a four man bird bomb that did way more damage than a full defense Odin support should do. But holy shit, <laughs> it it chunked the hell out of them. Our jungler picks up a triple kill. And their support goes uh, goes back to Fountain. Like, well, that kind of sucked. We got a triple kill, should have gotten a Phoenix there, and uh, just kind of got bopped by an Odin and a Pele, or Odin and a uh, Ravana. That's who uh, Rahio was on. Ravana's really good right now. The the bu- even though the buff that they yeah. put on him was like seems slight, it's kind of just funny to me that slight buffs like that can really change a character.
4: Uh, they, they I feel sp- like a lot of times when they slight buff someone they're not even necessarily in that bad place they're just unpopular yeah right
3: that, especially with Raven, I think that's definitely the case he was like yeah I thought Robin he was, was not good. that weak beforehand and you know now I don't even think the buff itself did that much for him I think it's just like it did it does something for his early and is clear of course um but it's more that people are you know giving more attention as so. well
4: i think what is it hell season five is a good example of that where like she literally went untouched from like the beginning of the season and then it ends off the season where hell is just like crazy good and people needed to nerf her or they needed to nerf her that's what that's Mm -hmm. what i love when like gods go untouched
2: for a while and then just the meta changes and somebody starts playing them and all of a sudden it's it's op please nerf
4: yeah, If I remember correctly, it was specifically in the Hell situation was the fact that her heal gave movement speed to the entire team, and it was on the old map, uh, and pretty soon they were just like, oh, wait a minute, if we pick Hell, we can zoom our whole entire team around the map in no time. For me, it was Humbots last season. Like, they did not
2: change Humbots for a long time. After they reworked his three, and I think they gave him another tweak, but... Before this nerf to his, uh, to his ultimate, people weren't really playing Humbots. Like, he was a good pick, and there were arguably better junglers. But, like, he was making it through picks and bans, and then Sam wins Worlds on it. Because he's just destroying everybody with Humbots. And then all you could see in the Olympian Discord for the last six months before that nerf was, Please nerf Humbots. I'm like, he's been in this state for uh, over a year now. But the thing People with Hunbots,
3: the thing with Hunbots is the same; it's always been Hunbots is extremely, extremely good and competitive with a coordinated team. Uh, even better on super low ping, like if you play on LAN because you have uh, this old, much more reliable, uh, much less reaction time there because you can just blink and old so much quicker. Um, but his performance will never reflect that in casuals, in ranked until very high tier, because he will never get the same level of engage off of his ultimate. So, balancing yep. him... Yeah, it's always been the same story. Hunbat's, ha- having Hunbats be bad in competitive is almost impossible, um, but having Hunbats overpowered, not good, but overpowered in, in casuals is also almost impossible. So finding the, the sweet spot there is I think is very hard for Harris and it's not even necessarily so much them as it is the character in itself.
2: Yeah. it's hard when the like characters like that have such a good ability that's hard like you make one change and all, he's either in meta or he's not. Yeah.
3: The only way that you can shift that, which they have done with some characters, is if you would to were to like uh heavily nerf the ult and, and take a lot of control off that and then buff the rest of his kit so it's more evened out, but if you do that with every character, it also kind of becomes boring.
2: Yeah, I I think Nike is kind of like that, too. They didn't change Nike for a long time, and yeah. Nike's been good. I was playing Nike Jungle at the beginning of Season 6 and was saying it was good. And now it's super in meta. Um,
3: I mean, beginning of Season 6 was before her whole
2: rework, though, right? It was right after the rework oh, when I started okay. playing her. And I, 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 swore, I swore it was good back then. And uh, it finally starts getting played. Sino breaks it out, pops off, and everybody. Now I see Nike jungle in my <laughs> casuals and, and uh, comp games all the time. But I actually played her in support game three of that set. And that would have been great, but they last picked a Thanatos. And that actually is a really good pick in a Nike because Execute goes through the shield. So uh, we ended up getting, I guess, kind of reverse swept in a best of three. We do this thing where we win game one and everybody's high, you know, high spirited, like talking a lot. And then we just kind of get lackadaisical for games two and three. Like we we won game one. We were in control the whole time. And then game two, eight minutes in, we're like, why the fuck are we down 4K? What the hell happened? Guys, let's go. (laughs) Let's get it back. Bring it back uh so that kind of that kind of happens to us but uh we actually ended up taking third place during the regular season of the albion giants league which was pretty that's a pretty big win for us because we had three players in completely new roles i'm apparently the only one that switched roles and likes the role that they're in now (laughs) (laughs) hoosier has not been having fun in mid and Devin is not having fun in solo uh I but i add. think support i think i found my calling in support i love this shit i get to do all the engages just being tankier and wait what did you uh, switch from said jungle
3: <laughs> another one of that crew. Yeah.
2: well i my style of jungle was always a little bit different uh i mean i'll play plenty of assassins there's plenty of games where i've played Sasano, Ratatosker, Pele, you know, big fraggers just trying to get, you know, one shot people. But, and I played on uh, a competitive team with Nev for a really long time. I love being that utility jungler. I love yeah, same. building hybrid. I love Athena jungle, Guan Yu, any warrior in jungle, really. I love. Playing guardians there that work. I think Baron Jungle. You guys heard it here. I've been saying it. Baron Jungle is good and it's gonna come out at Worlds. And I'm. You, remember me. Remember me when that okay. shit happens.
3: Okay. I, I was with you until that. <laughs> Everything else I got to agree. With. <laughs> I'm not sure about that one, but like it's, a, it's exactly for me. That's why Dial I went back. to support now as well. It's like, um, like watching the game games right now. Like I have I have the uh, the SPL in the background right now. At this point, the XP level of junglers, on the highest level of play, keep that in mind, this is competitive, uh, is so low that they're almost, like, the same level as the support anyways. So, like, yeah. if I want to play a tanky jungler, I might as well just play support, because it kind of turns out to be the same thing. And we also have to keep in mind is that this is on the highest level of play. On lower levels of play, you see junglers fall behind way, way, way more than than uh, in competitive. And I, I really want to go back to jungle at some point, but I really think they need to buff jungle. And I kind of think they will in the mid-season patch, because if they don't, I think they're going to piss a lot of uh, even pro players off, because they have started complaining as well now.
2: <laughs> yeah, jungle was feeling rough there for a while. There's, like, yeah. the argument was, oh, there's more farm on the map now. Yeah. For who? Yeah. <laughs> for the mid a duo. and the ADC <laughs> and the duo lane. Yeah.
3: And I think, what I think is really unfortunate is that the design that they, like there was a time where jungle was just, you know, split farming with middle. Um, There was a time when jungle was just making almost all of its farm from ganking. And I I feel like they can't really get it right. Uh, And it's so unfortunate to to see that in League of Legends they get it so right. In League of Legends you can farm exclusively as a jungler or you can gank and both will get you your XP even if not every uh, gank goes completely right so you can switch up your playstyle in unexpected ways uh and and change up your pathing and it will end up being beneficial but uh in in smite with a pathing you need to min max so much in order to stay uh on level with others not even ahead on level with others um that like anything that strays from this very strict pathing already has a massive risk to put you behind and i think that's just not how it should be it's unfun in my opinion but
4: yeah, what, I will uh, what say um, on the lower levels of play, it does. I think a lot of problems junglers have is it's okay that you you didn't get a kill on this gank, but you can still share this wave with me. Like you don't have to instantly leave. Like I mean, get some XP, bud.
3: Well, that's what half of the players will tell you, and the other half will tell you, "Get out of my lane." <laughs> so
4: yeah, my, my so thing people learn
2: the wrong right thing. To, the way I try to turn it is, you could almost count on me every game. About ninety percent of games. I would gank duo at level 2. Even in all this, like... All these meta changes, whether the support was there or not. And try to pick up a first blood, or at least try to get pressure there for the duo. For our duo. Because at least it's doing something for somebody on the map. I I mean, I could go strictly farm. But if that gank doesn't go well, my timing has to be perfect to not miss farm. And even if it's an extended fight, you can get behind off of that. So if, like... I agree with you. Trying to find that balance is kind of tough.
3: And like that's the thing, right? If you were to if you were to stay in duo for another wave after that, which would be fine, uh, if the gank doesn't go right, then you would still be sharing that wave with three people. You're not exactly getting much out of it at that point. So it's like, is that what you're supposed to do? I don't know. I I don't think Hyris knows <laughs> what they exactly want the to do with jungle. I think needs to
4: be bigger. I'm not going to lie. I do kind of miss playing support a little bit. I... I... Like the only reason I went to carry is just because we needed a little bit more of a more dependable carry on our team. No offense, backlash. Um, but I, I kind of miss playing support. I, I I find support really fun to play. I'm not that good at it. I'm not I'm not that fucking good at conquest. Period. But I do I do miss it. It was fun. But I also I love the fucking support starting in mid. Like I know a lot of people hate it. I find that so fun. I don't know why it just really is.
3: But you want to do that with it, with a current with it map with a purple as they're
4: not on my speed. Well, no, now that was also last season before they had out the purple spawning earlier in the the uh, Chad Harpy. But it is what it is I understand why they don't do it anymore. But I, I just personally enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So. But I also like when I'm support I I always try to like I'll pick one particular person and i'm like all right i'm gonna at least do my best to make sure you stay ahead so if it's mid it's like all right i'm gonna try to be there for every red buff the best i can to you know help keep the enemy down so you can potentially get ahead or oh see that, lane.
2: We, we differ a little bit there i always try to be there
4: for the enemy's red buff yeah yeah that's what i mean <laughs> that, that's what i mean like when i meant there for every red buff i mean taking the enemy's red buff to keep their lane opponent down to help get them ahead and the same, like, dual lane. Like, if I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to hard-focus dual lane. I'm going to try to be at the enemy purple every respawn on respawn. Like, as soon as there, keep their XP down. But that was also a lot of it was last season. Some of it changes up a little bit this season, you know. So yeah,
2: that's pretty much my game, though. So. Uh The one thing I'm trying to get my team to do is let me play Kerberos support, and I think I hit enough stuns in that casual the other day that they're confident in it. So I'm just waiting for that to be the pick. Uh, Like I want to play Kerberos support; it just needs to line up.
3: I mean, it's like a pick that's not really hard to fit in most comps. I don't see what what you're waiting for. True. Like it's very. I'm just gonna lock it in there. It's just a support that does a lot of damage and does has a lot of clear. That's it. Just on a random side note, by the way, because we're talking about uh, you know jungles and XP, I find that so crazy. Like I'm looking at the at the stats right now in in Space Station versus Ghost, and uh, I changed it a little bit now, but just a second ago, uh, Sam for Soccer and Panda Cat were on the same level. Sam for Soccer had six kills as Thor, and Panda Cat had zero kills in ADC, and they have the same amount of farm. That is jungle, It upsets I- me. <laughs> It upsets me
2: a lot.
4: <laughs> it upsets me when I'm that jungler. I'm like, how the fuck am I the same levels as mid? I do believe you brought that up on either your first or second time on VD2. Way, way back when. Years ago. <laughs> about, and I, if I remember correctly, use Rat as an example. About how you can get multiple kills on Rat early game. But then, because you didn't get the farm and instead were going for the ganks, you would not yeah. get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was years ago, and here we are again. (laughs) Well, it changed in
3: between. It was better for a while, but here we are again.
4: (laughs) Here we are again. All right. Is that uh, everybody's games? Because we do got quite a few questions here from our challengers.
1: Question time.
4: Question time. All right, so I asked the challengers. I said Saturday, Duke Sloth will be joining us. If you have any questions, please post them here. And then I also threw in Bryce dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, we got uh, first item: Toxic Blade, aka Big Rick Twenty X saying Bryce is asshole. Why fro hate? <laughs> you can't answer I, I that. Yeah, I, was, I don't know can, if we
1: have an answer for can, that.
4: <laughs> Nev has an answer for it. What? No. Yes.
1: Because Bryce is a bastard man. <laughs>
4: Next question we had from J. Rob was, uh, it's awesome. I love me some Duke, LOL. Yes.
0: it's
1: not a question. Yes.
4: <laughs> Thank you. Then after that, we got Riggs asking, should Freya be changed to a warrior? And why is the answer yes? Honestly, I like oh, that. no. I like that. Oh, no. do <laughs> no, no. reinforce him. No. 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 I
3: like, okay, hear me out. I, I like that. I, mean, I like that know. because I think it would fit much better with her lore and her, her overall, how she's depicted in mythology. Because right now she's 100% a, a, yes. a, a, a laser-shooting sword wizard, which really, <laughs> like, okay, I guess. I guess that a that laser works,
4: but... shooting sword wizard. I, I don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm gonna have to keep that in mind. I'm gonna use that as a rip on Link one of these days. <laughs> So I'm like
3: like I, I'm okay with her being a, a magical ADC and I think you know she's a weird niche of people that enjoy playing that character and enjoy going dunk, 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 and killing someone. Um I'm but sorry, I could, she does what? Yeah, well have you ever heard her autos? That's what it sounds like. Dunk, dunk, dunk. No, no, I just
4: wasn't such, there, you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see
3: there could be so much more potential in her kid um binding her lore into it and then she would probably work better as a warrior. Plus, we need more warriors anyway, so that they can stop complaining, so that we can get more assassins.
4: All right, all right, I have to agree, those are some valid points.
3: <laughs> I'm not saying it should happen, but I can see the point.
4: So, prepare yourself for this next one, from Caveman. Best advice for a new player?
3: The, well.
0: <laughs>
4: watch <laughs> exactly. my info videos? <laughs> um,
3: best advice for a new player check out a Dooth Swap video (laughs) Um, the best advice for a new player I think if you want to get ahead relatively quickly as a new player I think the best idea would be to um, try and understand well A play a lot obviously the more you play the more you learn in general but the part that you will not learn by playing itself is uh, try and understand item builds uh, if you're learning item builds to some degree, you don't need to understand everything. You don't need to know what percentage pen is right away or something, but um, just try and understand what you want to fundamentally build on specific roles. Uh, just so you get a good feel for that will bring you ahead a lot in the learning curve of someone who just plays and tries to figure out every item like while playing. Because there are so many items in the game, uh, so many things that you'd have to gradually learn uh, over a very long time, that you can kind of fast-path by you know, getting information from elsewhere. Uh, and that way, yeah, save yourself half a, le- half a year of learning or so. And I know this works specifically because uh, one of the people I used to play with, uh, Retic, used to, like, he was way more mechanically skilled than I was, like, well, 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 uh, beyond anything I'll ever be capable of, way better reaction time and everything. Uh, and he started significantly after me, Uh, but caught up in uh, terms of performance very, very quickly because he went in and learned all the items. He watched watched a lot of my videos. He uh, looked into a lot of other resources to just learn how the items in Smite work. Uh, And I don't know, he was like playing SCL teams much quicker than most other people were. So yeah, that would be my one advice.
4: smitefire.com smitefire.com hey the best they, they're out. getting
3: better i gotta say that i mean it they used to are, be a meme, but they are they're actually improving a lot and they're doing a lot of um, challenges i don't know if I, i'm allowed to spoil it but they have an upcoming challenge for <clears throat> for an upcoming god um so they are improving and they're working on getting people to improve the the old builds as well that's pretty nice
2: nice
3: and smite that's google, smite google has I improved started, as well honestly it was okay come again
2: that that was what I used when I first started. Honestly, it it, it got me somewhere. At least yeah. it was a build. Yeah.
3: And uh, Smite Guru has the like if you go on a character on Smite Guru now, you, uh, look, i uh, click on builds. You can see what uh, masters level players are building on that God, which is really typically not that bad as well. Like yeah, sure, there are some master players that are just there because of the mechanical skill, uh, but most right. masters players know what they're doing when it comes to builds. Um, and hold
2: on, I'm googling. Awesome, Jake. Builds. <laughs> these are these all look legit.
3: But I mean, I mean, even awesome Jake's builds got him to masters. You have to keep that in yeah. mind. So I think those are builds that most people can work with. And like you know, if you look at if you look at uh, Smite Fire, you look at uh, uh, Smite Guru, and you look at whatever weekend is called. Um, then Smite Source. Smite Source, right? Uh, and you see like some build that looks somewhat consistent between the three, then you'll know it's probably an okay build at least, you know? And if you see one that stands out and is really weird compared to that one, then maybe avoid that one until you know what it's about. But there's a lot of resources now. There used to be way less back in the day, but nowadays you can really look in a lot of different places.
4: But dude, Smite's dying. And... Okay, all right, we won't go there.
3: Um... Hey, that's actually that's actually an interesting conversation because I was thinking, what? Um, like I looked at Smite. Oh, well, it doesn't really work yet. I was going to say I looked at Smite's uh, Steam charts during during quarantine, but I think in America you guys still have a lot of lockdown going on anyway, so it's not really representative yet, I guess.
4: I have a little bit of insider information that makes me think that whole Smite's dying bullshit.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like overall, I, I just thought it it would be interesting to see how um how the quarantine has affected Smite's playbase or how much it will. Uh, go back to the before status afterwards, which I
4: think would be right. very yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think most games are gonna go up, but the what's gonna happen after everything opens back up is really gonna be the interesting, if you will.
3: Yeah, but it looks it looks like um, so far it looks pretty good. Like I said, I don't know how the situation overall is in NA at this point, but um, like we had an, a player increase of twenty percent on Steam alone. A console is even more. I never, don't never mind that. But we had a player increase of twenty percent. Uh, Overall, uh, in March, then we had an increase of 30% in April, and then we had a drop of 7% in May, and uh, since then we had a drop of 4%, so it has increased way, way, way more than it's dropping down now, which sounds good, and it's probably going to look even better when Cthulhu gets released, so... Mm. Good times!
4: (laughs) Good times. More players, better matches. That's just how that equals out. More players, more money they get, the more money they can invest, the better the game gets, hopefully. But uh, next question we got is from Sedans, or Sedans. Great having you back on the pod, Duke. The last episode you were on is one of my favorites. Also, loving the YouTube videos. Keep it up. Thanks a lot. Regarding the YouTube videos, what is your opinion on people who say data mining is cheating and spoils the surprise? Obviously, you don't mind, but can you see a point in what they are saying, or is it all baloney or bella oni?
3: Okay, um, um, I would not say it's cheating. I think cheating is something different. I, I think that's a weird um, term to use for data mining.
4: Well, he, he spo- put in like yeah. um, it in quotation. Yeah.
3: Spo- so that that part I will refute, um, but the other part that it, it it ruins the surprise, I can I can see that. Um, I think. Uh that for Hyrus it's Well it's been harder for a while. It was harder for them to build hype for new characters because the characters were already leaked in data mining and Yeah, you know, it's just uh you can't really do all the spoilers of who is it gonna be if everyone knows who it's going to be. At the same time uh Nowadays, uh, I think it's not as much of an issue anymore because Hyris handles it very well. And they have learned, uh, I, I got to shout out uh, ex-Hyris employee Titan Rio here, um, who I think...
4: Super nice guy. Yeah,
3: by the way. who I think changed a lot of uh, the the attitude there. He's not with Hyris anymore, unfortunately. Um, but he was the first one that really said like, you know what? I have no issue with data mining at all. I think it's actually good. I think it can build hype, and I think that mindset stayed in the company. And I think a, a lot of um, a lot of the devs have now kind of uh, ex yeah come to embrace data mining more. They're still not fans of it, but um, or like, at, at least I think they are not. But um, they they know it's there, and they know that data mining can be used to build hype as well. They know that speculation surrounding new characters can be exciting, you know? You know, like, some little bits of the kit here and there, and then you're, like, trying to piece that together, as I do in my videos, and, like, okay, this could be this, uh, this could work here, and the devs are probably sitting there, if they're watching it, and they're like, haha, you think that's that, but it's, com- it's completely different, you have no idea what's coming. They do. They, uh, they
4: deadass do. I can tell you that for a fact. And,
3: and yeah, I mean, it's really fun, and sometimes you, you get things right, and sometimes you just get things completely wrong, but it is building hype, right? It, like... Uh, I, can, I can talk about like the Cthulhu bits that I have where even before it was confirmed, there was Cthulhu. It was just a speculation. And the first, let's say, the closest thing to a confirmation that we had did not come from uh, from the data money. It came from Ajax wearing Cthulhu socks on the patch notes show. So um, they know how to tease better themselves now and they, they know all these little bits that they can throw in to, to make people speculate. Uh, and the the hype for the... First data mining, where it was still called Depthy, was so huge already. I think the first video got like, I don't know, 50,000 views or something, and then another got like 100,000 something, completely crazy. So there's a clear interest, and Hyrus has been working with that way better as well by putting out teasers like way earlier, as they did with Mulan as well. That went a little bit wrong, unfortunately, but, um, but they did it very well with Cthulhu now with all these little uh sound effects with it the whole thing on like like on the SPL, the tweets with the distorted letters and everything. um so they're contributing a lot a lot more to the speculation themselves as well. and I think that's a good way to go uh, and, and I think i, I really like the format where they uh hit the name as they did with Cthulhu, uh, calling him depthy because uh that way you know that the big surprise that could be ruined is not going to be ruined as well. Uh, they're not doing it for the next guard, I, I I think I can spoil this one because literally everyone knows, otherwise close your ears for a second, it's uh, Tsukuyomi, because it was kind of clear from the initial teaser at the start of the season already. Uh, they didn't do the whole thing because I think everyone <laughs> had figured it out, but I think with the guards after that, no one has a clue once again, because this is like some really abstract character, some weird fox, raccoon, bear, whatever, um, and if they do the same thing they did with Cthulhu, I think there's not that much... That data mining can actually ruin if le- if they don't leak the name early, so yeah, it depends on how exactly it's handled. I can totally understand that some people just just don't want any spoilers at all uh but I think it's a lot less of an issue nowadays than it was initially where the names were just leaked super early because uh they didn't care to really conceal the files in any way
4: yeah, I think you you yeah hit the nail on the head there pretty pretty well high res taking the initiative to get going on it before data mining does helps out a lot. Yeah. All right. So last part of his question. Also, what are currently the best characters for each role in your opinion? Also living to your weapon is fire.
3: Oh, pff, I think I would have to think about that one for a while. I think I can't just, uh, <laughs> yeah. like I have to yeah. make a full video out of that, I guess, but I can, I can I'd say some, so like, and you see hindulging way, no doubt about that. hundred percent. They're just busted. Um, Uh, Solo... Support Jingwei. Solo, I'm gonna make...
2: Jingwei. What? Jingwei in every role is the answer. Yes, yes. See, I was gonna say
4: Heimdall in every role. Uh, Uh, Both. (laughs) Um, Duo...
3: No, uh, no. Um, Solo... uh, Prediction... Prediction for next patch. I could be completely off here. Uh, Prediction is going to be uh, Gander, because the Warrior's Blessing buff is insane for him, as has been pointed out to me but i forgot by who because he will no longer suffer from the uh, warrior's blessing reduction on each tick of his basic attack meaning that he does way more damage to any enemy in front of him at any point um, oh god. and he also gets more damage from the from Warrior's Blessing itself on top of that. So I think Yamaganda would be crazy. Oh my crazy. Fucking
4: god, I didn't think of that. Yep, Holy that's gonna shit. be scary.
3: Uh, Sun Wukong also showed to be very, very strong on PTS, so that could also be a very uh, strong contender. We'll see. Um, uh, I can't speak for mid lane, I don't look at that enough to be honest. I still think that Raging is very interesting, but I don't think he's the strongest anymore necessarily. Uh, jungle. Mm, jungle is hard because there's a lot of strong junglers at the moment. I think like, like they're all, <laughs> they're all weaker than than the mid laners, but they're all relatively good. Like you can play a lot of characters in jungle right now. Um, if the Radutoska rework turns out to be the way it'll it is uh, it is uh data mind. Come back to that topic. So far, then I think Radutoska will be extremely strong. Uh, one patch down the road and for support i don't know Uh, i think kusenbo is just really fun right now but i don't think he's necessarily the strongest support right now he's been played a lot more but i think think the
2: two right now are horus and ganesha
3: yeah i would i would i would not think that ganesha is the strongest support I think he's a good support, but I don't see him as the strongest. And with Horus, I can't really say, because I haven't played him since, uh, since his nerf to his ultimate. Before that, definitely. But now, I think he's definitely a strong one. But I don't know if he's the strongest. I think support is similar to Jungle, where there's a lot of supports that are decently viable, at least. But yeah, that's my quick rundown without putting too much thought into it.
4: All right. Next, we have <laughs> Coffin Monkey. Hell yeah. Now, this this is a... Bear with me. There's a few parts to this one. Listen, Mr. Duke Sloth. From one mammal to another mammal. Learn how to spell mammal, by the way. Well, from one mammal to another mammal. I want you to answer these questions truthfully. Question number one. Why are monkeys far superior to sloths? See... As a,
3: sloth, <laughs> as a sloth, I would, you know, I would make the effort to answer that question for you, but really, whether you're a monkey, um, you don't even have the attention span to, to listen to a logical answer anyways, you're just going to see a banana and run off, <laughs> and also, I'm a sloth, so I really can't be bothered answering that.
4: I mean, it is a sloth life, after all. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to anyone who reads the fucking description of videos right there. <laughs> right? Uh, question number two. Not a question, but there are a ton of monkeys and only two different sloths. Well, has there
3: ever That's been a, a giant that, that monkey? A, because I know there's been a giant sloth. So King made. Kong.
4: So I, I, I'm not sure if that counts. But
3: King what? Oh, yeah, well. King Kong. Well, if we're going <laughs> fictional, then we also have to include the friggin' sloth from from fallout 76
4: or something the nuclear sloth oh (laughs) jeez
0: oh Oh, Oh, god
3: i
4: thought you were gonna do the one from ice age i'm like don't worry we'll get to that one but (laughs) fallout 76 (laughs) all right question number three is there even two different species of sloths or did a couple misplace a toe
3: i mean that's that's bold coming from monkeys who literally developed a hairless subspecies i mean what can I say?
4: Wait a minute. Does it have that's halos?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Question number four. Famous monkeys. The band The Monkey. King Kong. Hunbots. The Monkey and the Little Rascals. Coffin Monkey. Speaking of rascals, Curious George. Rafiki. Donkey Kong. Monk. We claim him. And Abu. Famous sloths. Sid from Ice Age. I rest my case. You owe me a beer at HRX. <laughs>
3: um... I, I, I would go against that if it wasn't for Hunbats because uh, Hunbats has uh, a place in my heart. So I, I think it's what you're really saying here is that Hunbats deserves a Sloth skin because he's way better than all the other monkeys you listed, anyways. Um, <laughs> I don't see myself going to HRX, so I, I might AWOB anyways because I'm not going to pay for it. Boom. <laughs> Glad we got set, that settled. <laughs>
2: Someone tells me Coffin's gonna have plenty of beers at HRX without yours
4: Real armadillo hours (laughs) If you know, you know
3: Somebody just tell him that I was there and I I paid for a beer for him and he's not gonna remember He
1: will probably
2: believe you Yeah, (laughs) We'll do that We'll FaceTime, we'll We'll figure something out
4: (laughs) Next, we got Baseball5516 If you could hang out with one person from history, who would it be and why?
3: Oh, I actually had a really good answer to that one once, but I forgot the answer.
2: Um, mm, It's a hard question. It is. Uh,
4: There's a lot of people in history. Almost wait. like everybody. Everybody that's ever lived.
2: Shut up, Ray. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't I like I don't know if the, uh, there's there's definitely like benefit in uh in hanging out with a historical figure and and hear what they have to say like uh I don't know something some, something cool that I'm like thinking of like in the current climate would be to it would be cool to like talk to the founders of the of the Black Panther Party for example just to hear you know how that came to be and everything from their mouth um but at the same time, I think uh, like a lot a lot of people that uh, that talk about like that, that ask this question have something in mind like you you know you're gonna learn something fundamentally new uh, about yourself about life about whatever um, based on what that person has to say to you, and I'm not sure if that's true considering that a lot of the most important things that people have said are written down somewhere because they're not the important things they th- they happen to say. Uh, and on the other hand, I think a lot of knowledge that people had back in the day, so in history, so to speak, uh, is not necessarily applicable as easily. It is somewhat applicable, but not as easily to modern times and to what we know and, and do nowadays. So uh, maybe I get more out of talking to a person that is still alive, that is... Uh, you know, that that knows what things are happening in the world right now uh, than from somebody in the past. Though, of course, there are a lot of uh, visionaries from the past, a lot of philosophers uh, that still have very important things to say that still translate to today's stuff nowadays. But I, again, I think a lot of those are available to to read somewhere. So I guess you could also just mindlessly meet some
4: dead celebrity, really. All right, I know it's a question for you but I have to interject two people that I think would be great. First, Diogenes, a philosopher from ancient Greece who is, like, the epitome of not giving a fuck. Just because, like, I would love to be like, dude, you got to explain some shit to me. Like, how do you just not care that much? And secondly, I want the person who decided going up and milk and a cow titty, and then drinking. It was I, I just okay, want okay, to know yes. what yes. went through your head. How did you come to this conclusion?
3: The problem is you don't even know if they. This cow are, keeps
2: uh, mooing at me. I, Looks pissed. Maybe if I pull on his nipples, he won't be.
3: I feel like I feel like that person might not even be able to talk properly. So who knows?
4: I mean, that's a possibility.
3: Um, but like that, that's the thing with with Diogenes. I would say like I think there's still a lot of information about him, and I feel like if you just read all of it, you would you would learn how he decided to not give a fuck about anything? If you just went through all the material you can find about him? I don't know if speaking to him would help more, or if he would even be able to explain it to you in that situation, Yeah,
4: I mean, realistically, this guy gives such little fucks that who was it? Alexander himself. Alexander the Great went to speak to this man and he's like, oh, I'll offer you anything you want, anything you want. And the dude's like, just move. You're staying into my son. It's like damn, right. damn son. Like I
3: I mean, even if you came to him when you were time traveler and you're like, look, I'm a time traveler, can you tell me how you gave that little fuck? He'd be like, I don't give a fuck.
4: That is him. Like that I just, just, just key me in. It would be a short conversation though. <laughs> it really would. He's like, How do you not give a fuck? You just don't. You just oh. don't be all, all in. Right, all right. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> bud. I'm out of here. All right. Next we got Arcade Kid forty five. With Smite going into different mythos, as with Cthulhu coming out, who do you think will be the next god after him, and why will it be Godzilla? Uh,
3: well, the next, the next god after him will be Tsukuyomi, <laughs> really uh, that's there. because it's already datamined. Um, I mean, a lot of people have been talking about the kaijus, that they want, like, kaijus in the game. Uh, maybe? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it would, it would be another one of those things where you know you have a lot of hype around it. But I, I really don't know uh, how those things even work with copyright. I think Godzilla should not be like. When did Godzilla first come out? Is that still pub, is that public domain? Is it still owned by anyone? I don't know.
4: Oh uh, yeah, Toho Studio still owns
3: it. Well, then it's not going to happen. Um, but I guess they could use like other kaijus, But then you also don't really have the same hype because you can't. You, if you say we're bringing a kaiju into Smite, it's not the same as. Saying we're being Godzilla into Smite, um, so I don't really see them
2: I doing d- that. I just want to see Dumbledore versus Merlin in the mid lane. <laughs> <Hell yeah>.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd rather have the Four right. Horsemen. That's who I want. Like, cause they're like that would be, cool. you know, Christian but not fully Christian, whatever.
4: It could literally just be like one person and they stand. Yes, that's what I.
3: Horsemen. Yes, that's what I've been yeah, saying the whole time. Because the, the, the problem is that if you have the Four Horsemen, you want to have them on the horse. And if you have them on the horse, you can't have them be as slow as normal characters. So, a big deal with this character is that oh. he is faster, and maybe like a village that he can't go to the side as quickly. Uh, and at that point, you can't do that for four different characters. It gets boring. So, you do a stand swapping <laughs> character instead that um, is always on the horse, always has this mobility bonus, and then has other downsides with the uh, stand swaps to offset that. Or maybe has maybe not even a, f- a stand swap in a traditional sense, but rather just like two stances with like uh, two abilities of each of those. Stands that he has or something
2: there's cool options that could do that good luck figuring that one out nev
1: (laughs) oh thanks
2: buddy (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying getting you to steer hachiman's old was was a process
4: (laughs) listen
1: it was rough on console it's better on pc
4: (laughs) (laughs) next we have j rob again if you could give a one god a rework Who would it be, and why?
3: Hmm... I mean, the the, the long-standing guard for that was Loki, right? Because... mm, Loki... But he's getting one now. Uh, Can,
2: can, Can I... When I pulled up your YouTube today, there was a video from a year ago, or maybe six months ago, of what happened in Nemesis.
3: No, I don't think Nemesis needs a rework. I think Nemesis has some really cool parts in her kit that I would not want to see reworked. I think her dash is cool. I think her second ability is fine, it's just a damaging ability, it doesn't need that much more. I think her three is extremely cool and I think her ult is cool. I think the abilities are cool, I think the problem with Nemesis is just finding a place uh, in terms of balance for her abilities and that may also imply that she may need to be uh, reworked into a warrior but I wouldn't rework the abilities themselves, like, the only thing that you could touch is a passive, really. Uh, okay. I think... I
4: like What's her passive? I don't even remember. It's
3: power steal Scales per basic attack, but I think... Yeah. But it's stupid yeah. because because you, you use, like, you use your abilities before you use your basic attack, so it doesn't really make sense for Nemesis most of the time. Um, who would I rework? Bust that again because I don't like what she turned into. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of looking through the, I, I think uh, somebody could maybe have a a minor rework is Changa. I think she's just not working. Like I really like her kit and I really want her to work well, but for some reason she just never feels really impactful. Uh, like in, hardly ever feels impactful in most metas, and I think it's just a bit unfortunate. So, but I don't I don't know what to do for her either. Maybe give her a secondary passive or something. Because uh, the bunny is more of a gimmick than a full passive. Um, I know some people have.
4: Well, she does technically have a secondary passive. And that's why she doesn't have any movement speed penalties when she uses any of her days. Isn't that
3: part of her direction. abilities? Or oh, is it part of the passive? Nope, that's technically. Oh, her you're passive. right. It's part Technical. of the passive. Oh, interesting. You're right. I wasn't even aware that Can we
4: rework from. Hercules? But, but the fact right asshole. there that you don't know kind of lends into the fact how it's kind of.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I always thought it was in every. In, individual abilities but like looking at it i think it's because it's from a different time back then the ability descriptions were like really short and very little was going on in there but it was all in the passive Fair. instead <laughs> but it makes more sense in the passive that's that, that set. like it, it, it's logical that way but yeah um maybe then maybe just give one of her abilities a bit more something just give her first ability some extra effect or something i don't know extra damage against minions i i, I really don't know what to do um Inside of that, like, I'm looking through the list right now. I know some people have suggested uh, Chiron reworks. Um, But other than that, I think no character that I'm looking at here needs a major rework. I know some people want Nox reworks as well. Um, uh, I will say I could be okay with it as long as you don't touch my three. Because Nox three is the coolest thing in the game and you can't convince me otherwise. And if I see that removed, I'm going to be so upset. And uh, No one uses it, but... Using it is the coolest. I don't, I don't know why people are not using it. How cool is it to just dash through an enemy into your ally and then explode and do damage again? How cool is that? An massive radius as well.
4: Downside, uh, yeah, so you don't see many people actually doing the dash out to do the extra damage. Yeah. Granted, the, 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 the positioning it requires some pretty... Yeah, you need a, you need a
3: teammate a that it works with. But That's it, why it's so hard, but it's so cool.
4: Alright, next we have Blaze McBain. Question number one. Did sloths choose you to be their duke, or did you choose to be the duke of the sloths? Yeah,
3: it was <laughs> it was um against against my core principles. Uh, it was uh, a power grab, and I I chose to be the sloth, and they uh, I, I chose to be the duke, and and they had no impact on that whatsoever. Okay. It's wow. uh,
2: completely bypassing the, their bipartisan council.
3: Yes, like, like I I know they were they were kind of actually organized uh, in some uh communist society before that where they all just kind of lounged around and sat in different corners of the world and ate food and then i came in and said i'm i'm the duke now it's just how it goes
4: question number two what's your favorite character in crucible
3: uh, honestly i like a lot of characters in crucible i, I initially i w- was going to say Drakal, and i really like Drakal still but the problem is i can't play him very much because of the ping uh, I really like Rahi as well, but I think he's too weak. Um, but I like the ideas. He's got a very unique kit. Re- really cool abilities. Um, for now, I think it's gotta be Summer. Because she's just very cool. Uh, but like honestly, I, I've, I've played the entire roster of characters, and there's not a single one, maybe with the outlier of Cap Mendoza, even though I still play him because he's strong, uh, that I like just dislike because I think... The characters are designed in very, very fun ways. And that's, I think, a big selling point of the game, actually.
2: Cap Mendoza? That sounds like a boxer.
3: No, he is is the generic uh, Soldier 76 uh, character that has, like, you know, assault rifle, grenade, medkit, and and, and that's it. And he's very boring. Aim down sights.
4: So he's Victor. Sort of like Victor from Paladins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: The, the, the super generic soldier character that every game has to get people that play those like that, that come from Call of Duty into the game.
4: Like, I, sometimes you gotta do that. Yeah, exactly. Though. I understand
3: why he has to exist. I just think he's boring.
4: But you also said you don't like Call of Duty and other shooters like. That. Yeah, exactly. Or you said you don't typically play. Them no, guys. yeah. You didn't say you didn't like them. You said you don't.
3: Yeah, play no, them. I don't like most of them either, so that's that's correct.
4: Question number three. Where do I sign the petition for the health bar mana idea you posted on Twitter yes. to get that in game? Yes, <laughs> I fucking fully want to know this too. I want you to know when I was Olympian, I posted that shit. I'm like, yo, oh, check this out, man. He's got a good point. What's, the, what's wait, the point? wait, what
3: is it? What was the response? <laughs> uh, okay.
4: <laughs> no, no, what, what response? Is the, uh, I, 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 I am still technically under NDA. Oh
3: um, shit. Uh, so I've, I've. Shown this to them three years ago, right? I've shown this to them three years ago. Back then, it actually got a lot more uh, reaction this time. Unfortunately, I, I was hoping that we get a similar reaction again because I think that would be more convincing. Um, yeah, just I think I think the best thing you can do is literally every time I post this picture, just retweet it, like it, and click on the poll underneath and say yes, I want it because that's all I can do. That's all I can show risk I think it's I've even been posted on Reddit before. Um, I am I am really upset with the UI stuff because they have reworked the the out of the game UI so much, right? They've done so much to that and I, whenever I ask for anything related to the in-game UI, it's always uh yeah, but um can't uh I don't even know. Like we have we don't have capacities for that. It's it's too much work. Uh, we don't have capacities for that. The the UI team is already overburdened, and I'm like just just hire some UI people. If your UI team is overburdened for three years in a row, like at some point you you gotta do something. And uh, I'm gonna show you guys this here as well. I don't know if you can link that in the podcast or something, but uh, Pray actually went a little bit further with that UI um, just to show. How good the UI could be, right? You could have the ability icons. I'm just going to describe it really quick. Uh, the ability icons under the character, just the ability icons. Oh, that
4: is. With the slick. cooldowns,
3: the health bars on the side, and you could alternatively have your old health bar underneath if you want that. Um, have some little icons. The icons that are here are actually not the final version, but some little tiny pixel art icons for potions next to the mana and health bar, so you know how many potions you have, so you can use them immediately, and the, and the, the actual numbers underneath. And then bottom left, you have. Uh, items, and that's where a potion, the normal potion icon would be and your normal, you know, items, uh, as well as gold, and on the right side you have the, the miscellaneous stats like your power and your kills and whatnot, if you even want that in the first place. It's so much the more... Look look thing- how much more room this UI has with all the same information that we have right now. It's so much cleaner. The
4: only thing I would change about this is I would move the items directly underneath your character. Yeah, you could like, do that. Like- directly under him, but down at the bottom. Just because... It, you know, I want to know if my how long my Magi has until it's back up, or how long I got on, like, my Chronos pendant until that does its That thing actually makes and, sense, yeah. Like...
3: True. But uh, at the but same that time, that you, is, you have to I, keep I, mind. I
4: argued and argued and argued that fucking console needs better UI. Because right now on console, I know you guys... Well, I mean, Rick and Nev know, but you haven't seen it in a fucking forever. Duke, you, you probably don't know it all. The console right now, you have to look on one side, like the complete far left of your screen, or far right, to see your... What is it? Your items right yeah and then you got to look up complete far left of your screen to see this you got to look at the complete bottom of your screen to see this like it's literally all around the borders yeah and it's not centralized and if you're playing we've got to remember a lot of console people they're playing on their fucking tv obviously we're not three feet away from our monitor like a pc person yeah. dude i'm fucking six feet back looking at a 55 inch tv and i have to go way the fuck over here way the fuck over here way the fuck over there just to get simple information i would like to get in like less than one second yeah and it's i mean it's the same on
3: pc to some degree they have you still have the items in the bottom left and if you have a wide screen that is still the same thing you have to look all around the the screen when like every Mm. new game has this information centered because this information you need in a fight and i always get this like whenever i post this ui at least like two or three people will bring this argument like oh yeah if you get good at the game then you will just be able to keep track of your health bar and I'm like, this is not Why a skill thing. That is not a skill thing. Looking around a screen up and down is not skill. It's just disruptive. It's unfun. Like, I want to see the information while I'm fighting. Like, I look at my character, I look at the enemies, and I, I see the information that I need around them. Instead of looking in the bottom left corner, looking in the in the center bottom, and then looking back up, or alternatively having the health bar above your character, but then it blocking your ability UI, like your ability um, visibility. And I think it's just... It's just stupid. It's unnecessary, and it would be like none of these wor- the, these steps, in my opinion, uh, would take massive effort because all of this work is basically just taking borders away and moving things around, which is easily possible within the current UI. And the, even the health bar, the, the circular health bar, is just a, uh, a different way to display information that's already there. Just you know, it's just putting it in a different place. And and they just keep saying that the UI team has so much to do that they can't do that. And I'm like, I don't really care how the how the UI outside of the game looks like. I look at that for, for ten seconds to go into queue and maybe to go on the friend list and, and then that's it. But I care what the game looks like while I play it. Because that's what I see for 40 minutes when I'm in a conquest game. <laughs> but
4: yeah. Yeah. I've never been a fan of the the answer that simply breaks down to get good. No. You know what I mean? That's always that's that's dumb. Some things need to be intuitive some things need to be easy for new players yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, even yeah, yeah. about
3: new players all right like there's plenty of good players that want this UI like
4: right, it's just
3: right. it's just understanding that this UI has useful information that is more visibly displayed to you uh, that's like again, and it's not a skill looking around your screen is not a skill looking at a, a minimap, okay maybe maybe that's like like map awareness is kind of a skill, but everything else is just looking is around
2: your minimap enabled. <laughs>
4: All right, And next we have Lantern Twenty Five Green.
3: That's an, that's the wrong way around. Somebody messed up the name, <laughs> isn't
4: it? Uh, with the Lovecraftian mythos now becoming a part, or becoming a part of the plane of smite. What are some other mythos that you'd like to join in the future? And real quickly, I'd like to correct you. They are not doing Lovecraftian mythos. It is the great old ones. Hi-Rez has distinctly said. Fuck the Lovecraft and what he thought. This is the Great Old Ones.
3: Well, it's still from him. You know, you know it's funny, like, thinking of that. If they do the Great Old Ones, they could they could uh, <laughs> get some license from World of Warcraft. <laughs> get their Great Old Ones as well. Um, no, uh, I don't really know. All right, I've asked this question on Twitter, and I got a lot of interesting answers, but I personally, for me, uh, I want the Four Horsemen and that's it. Like, like I really don't know enough... Mythos concepts uh, that have not fully been explored and that are unlicensed in a way where they can be used. Um, actually, one one that somebody pointed out, um, is, which is I guess one of the only ones I know because I'm German, is the the brother Grimm. Um, I don't know if any of you guys knows about this character. It's a uh, Rumpelstiltskin in English, I think. <laughs>
4: Yes. <laughs> <I don't>, yeah <laughs> so that's that's pretty popular around here dude oh I,
3: I wouldn't know i don't know how much like brother groom goes on there
4: no i know i know you don't know but, um, <laughs> yeah uh and that i remember th- th- i don't mean to cut you off i remember my school when i was in middle school I actually went to the local courthouse to do a play of rumple Stillskin where we reenacted mm-hmm. the the whole the jury scene or it was it wasn't the actual one it was like a re reimagining if you will all
3: right well, like, okay, it's definitely more popular than I thought. Then, but anyways, that I thought would be interesting <laughs> because that character could be like a worse Loki. You know, he's like small, as small as Red Tusker, but uh, the kid, based on how he is described, would be as annoying as Loki. Like, it's just like like brainstorming a little bit, saying like he could, for example, have like. A, an item steal, a temporary item steal, where you like, in the middle of a fight can steal your item and you get some extra gold, which is completely useless blue. and after the fight you get your item back, or, um, if he dies, because, you know, in the, in the story he actually, like, stomps into the ground, and, what does he do, like, does he break his bones while doing that or something, so if he dies he just stomps into the ground, and does, like, massive AoE damage in the process of that, so everything, like, would make this character super annoying to play against, because... Like, you get punished for being near him, and you get punished for playing, uh, like, for killing him. And ideally, he has something to punish his own teammates as well, just to have a character that everyone absolutely hates. I think that would be funny.
4: <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, he, in the actual story, shoves, like, plants one foot into the ground, grabs his other leg, and rips himself in half. Right, right, right. If, if I remember correctly. Yes. But again, it's been re-
3: yeah, it's been, it's been there's been a few different versions, but that one, yeah, that's the one that stood out. <laughs> so I think that character would be funny. I think that would be hilarious. And, and you know, I think Loki is going to be less hated after his rework, so we need a new character to hate, so he would be perfect for that.
4: <laughs> there you go.: Any thoughts on some that are most likely to come to fruit? Froy- oh, okay, I guess that's just a continuation on what, what ones you think would come?: Yeah um, I think I mean, if, if, there... if, if
3: you guys... Are so familiar with Rumpel Silicon as well, then I actually could imagine that <clears throat> if he gets brought up on the Reddit or something enough, that Harris might consider him because they want popular figures, right? What makes sense?
2: I don't know if we are. I just remember shit about some, like a golden needle and some thread, and he made yeah, this yeah. girl weave some shit. I don't remember yeah. ripping himself in half
4: or any of that well, shit. Well, that's you guys because said. Uh, a lot of the Brothers Grimm's tale, by the way, that the, the whole series, Brothers Grimm's, the, the tales are actually rather popular here in America. Okay. Uh, but the the actual one got reimagined because american sensibility and we're a lot more conservative when it comes to stuff like that just like i'm sure you didn't know that in the original little mermaid she literally had to remove her tongue and she ends up dying and doesn't get happily married
3: the brother grim stories were actually so wait, dark like so many wait, of them wait, as well. stop
4: pulling
2: these veils <laughs> what's that Stop pulling these veils. <laughs>
4: what, what veils?
1: Rick's childhood is being ruined. <laughs> what else
4: oh, has no, happened? No, Does Mufasa uh, die? Should, <laughs> th-
3: Mufasa dies. Wait, yeah, come to think, think of it, is the Little Mermaid-
4: That's not the Brothers Grimm, that's- I'm sorry, what's that? I shouldn't have cut you off.
3: Uh, is, the- is the Little Mermaid public domain or did Disney like buy the rights for that?
4: It is from Hans Christoph Andersen. Uh, and I do believe because that stuff's so old it would probably fall under public domain at this point.
3: Because, like, yeah, there's a statue in Denmark as well, like, off it, which obviously is not the Disney version. It interesting, like, who if wrote they could. The
2: Little
4: Mermaid.
3: If they implement those, those are all what? popular characters, right?
4: Yeah. And I know who wrote The Little Mermaid because Hans Christoph Andersen wrote a lot of the uh, old fairy tales that you know from our childhood, Rick. Uh, especially since Disney ripped quite a few of them to make movies. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't. Disney's
2: wholesome. <laughs> I mean, they made the story a That's little more a conversation impulsive. for another time <laughs> well,
4: fuck we said disney this one's getting ripped off <laughs> yeah Yeah. demonetized wait we don't make money anyways uh do, 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 do. next we got is there one da, 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 we just asked that one are you willing to participate in games like when special events are set up in the bot G tournaments and other events,
3: um, it's relatively hard for me because time zones, ping, everything makes it very annoying. Like, I I can make like guest appearances at best, but um,
4: all right, sick. I'm putting you down for the sub. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sloth sub, got it. Right. Uh, by the way, I swear we didn't pay this man to say these things. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Have you ever thought about casting games? Would you ever consider casting any of the G League games? Um if they would be okay with it. Of yeah, if we would why, be, why okay wouldn't we be okay it. with it. <laughs> um
2: we're going to have to we're going to have to vote.
3: Casting is something that you know, I've dipped my toes into that a little bit. I've considered it here and there. Um but at the end of the day, the problem for me with casting is just my limited time. Like if you cast you're usually going to cast like, you know, multiple games and it takes quite a few hours of your day. And normally I don't have that. My days are incredibly packed, every day of the week, like because I don't really have a weekend. So realistically, as much as I'd like to do that stuff, I probably wouldn't have time in most situations.
4: Well, not trying to convince you, <laughs> but I will say that in in our league, we do have some times where people literally will come in and cast just one game, and that's all they do the weekend. Yeah, that's that's definitely easier but,
3: than the rest. But um, so I mean, I like.
4: Time. Time is a thing. Yeah, time exactly. Is a thing. I get you.
3: And uh, it, it's like, for example, like it's easier to be on a podcast because I can eat my breakfast while we're doing this. But if you're casting, you're casting, you know, you have to be on that 100% the whole time.
4: Let's see here. Next we have, speaking of voicing, where's your announcer pack? Yeah, ask Iris about that one. I I, I, I would
3: love to do that, but the, I, I think they only do them in-house as far as i understand it they only do them if you are physically in america to do it there um and i don't know if i ever will be again to be honest uh because i don't think there will be flights to america from here for the very for a while um and yeah i i would love to do that and i i have some very specific ideas what i would like to do for voice pack uh, for announcer pack cuz i think a lot of announcer packs um make this meme out of mocking you when you die. Um, And (laughs) I absolutely hate that because nothing tilts me more than you have a game that goes negative and then you have an announcer pack talking trash about you. Uh, And I I even have to call a punk duck here because he did that as well. And like somebody said that to him, like it's very demotivating and he was like, well, just get good. Um, But uh, like, for example, the Yemiah voice pack, uh, the Yemiah announcer pack was one that I, I loved except for the part that it insulted you every time you died. I'm like, okay, when I, if I ever get the opportunity if to... If
1: Ymir was here, you wouldn't be dead. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think
3: it's even worse. I think it just has like up, you suck or something as well. Um,
2: um, what happened?
3: And, what happened? Uh, so that was like one of the things that I wanted to do. If I ever do an announcer pack, uh, I will have it not be negative if you die. i have have it be like, you know... Maybe like something like uh, like like have a look at your build, see what you can improve or something like that. Um, but
1: is your mini map enabled?
3: No, that would be BM again. If I say it like that, it would be bad, you know. If like, if you get that every every other time you die, like is your mini map enabled? It's like, oh okay, fuck you. Um,
2: you can't do anything about the build though either, because then Fro can't use it. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
4: <laughs> Dude, I still remember when we had fucking uh, Hindu man on. And I was talking to him about his announcer pack, because I used to play a lot of Assault, and he was like, well, at least now you can buy wards. I'm like, I don't fuck buy wards in Assault, Hindu man! God damn it! <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's like a lot of a lot of uh, things that I have ideas for that I would want to do with an announcer pack. So I think it's unfortunate that I never got the opportunity, but I I also don't know what the criteria is for getting one. Maybe maybe I've been too critical of, of Smite in the past or something. Maybe that's why they don't want to risk... Me getting an announcer pack and then running into a situation where, you know, I speak negatively about the game afterwards or something. I, I don't know. And They don't have that issue with uh, Punk Duck because they have them, like, contractually locked in. You can
4: in. say a, a DM Brandon situation. We'll know. Yeah, exactly. I think that's where it originated
3: <laughs> from, yeah. Um, and they then then they put themselves in the situation where they can't pull it anymore either, right? Because uh, people paid people for, paid for it. it and they want it and they're fans of it. Yeah. At least, at least you, now right. you can block announcer packs, because I got a bunch that I absolutely hate and don't want to use, uh, so at least now you can block them out and, and just choose the ones that you, you will get if you put them on random, which is nice. <laughs> yes,
1: the, the favorite rotation is yes. what I usually do.
4: All right, so this is a continuation of that question. Where should the Pitchfork and Torch mob assemble to make this happen? Um. <laughs> Twitter or Reddit is, is probably is the places to go.
3: Yeah. Always. Like, if you if you want anything from Hyrus, either put it on Reddit or put it on Twitter. I can tell you that if you put a petition about an announcer pack for me on Reddit, you will likely not get the best reception. Uh, so, yeah, I think Twitter would be the best way. But Again, I doubt it's going to happen because I think they do them in-house. So I'm, I've kind of given up on that ever happening. I feel like it's more likely that I will at some point have some sort of recognition in Crucible than that I'll have one in Smite in the game itself
4: <laughs> on for it. alright last part we got here is lastly thank you for all you do for the community well thank you you are great and a rare treasure manner of speaking for persons like myself that have a difficult time with understanding the various aspects involved in this game keep up the amazing job you do also, I would be in the wrong if I didn't ask slash state if you would thank uh, Super Teeds also for the content she has made. While also her contribution contribution holy shit, I'm dumb. Her contribution in helping you. Thank you again. A hero we don't deserve, yet thankfully we are blessed with. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
3: Thanks a lot. I will I will forward that to Teeds as well uh she did indeed help me a lot with my stuff uh not so much anymore because now she's she's kind of busy on her own channel but uh, definitely something that that people rarely recognize but yeah she will be very grateful for that
4: i'd say my wife loves teeds
3: (laughs) oh right your wife doesn't even play smart right
4: no but she hears me listen to the videos and when teeds was doing all of her how to play videos she was just glad that i wasn't listening to you anymore (laughs) So, so what do you actually like She s- thinks you're a great guy and all. You've met yeah. my wife. Like, she thinks you're a great guy. She's just really fucking tired of hearing you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Nev, you've seen, me, uh, you've seen me pop
4: off on Daji a few times, right? Me? No, Nev. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, Maybe. no, mm-hmm. I haven't, Rick. You've popped off on me with Daji. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference.
1: I mean, that's. You can thank for that.
2: <laughs>
4: I remember watching Teeds' video for the Daji guide. Oh,
3: nice. Uh Spoilers, she might be making another smite guide soon. Hey.
4: Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open, people. Mm-hmm. That's super teeds on uh YouTube. You'll see it I coming. I think it
3: was what she wanted to do was she wanted to do a new Hera guide because she did that one shortly after release and Hera's been changed so much since then that she's like, I feel this needs an update. Uh
2: 600 health shield.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: all I can say. It's so stupid. <laughs>
3: i don't know if that no no promises by the way i don't know if and when that's happening but i know that she's been
4: contemplating it. next we have young fro steel aka ariel steel and he says do a flip there is no question do it
3: well i um hang on hold up Uh one second I just tried a bottle flip, but that didn't even work, so never mind.
4: <laughs> That's okay. We can we can edit it and say you did. Okay. It's, the, it's the power of editing. <laughs> You Gotta love it. <laughs> we got VO after that. Did you voice AMC's newest skin? Uh, I did not, but now
3: I wonder which skin this is. Like, what does it sound the like? The
4: electron one, I think he's referring
2: to. The what? The electron. It's like part of the the new rebellion. Isn't that like I think?
3: a super? wait the elect is it electric buzz is that the yes new- is that the newest wait i'm pretty sure sh- let-, let me check i i gotta I'm sure elu has a video
2: on that have you voiced any amc skins <laughs> <laughs> why
3: couldn't that? i read your mind <laughs> 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 wait wait we wait wait it. wait i i, I gotta because li- i i am um, I'm, I have a suspicion here with this electric buskin. Let me just hear it real quick. One second. Yes, Ilya has a video. Give me the voice pack. See. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. My my expectations were, expectation. He was right. Just because two people have a German accent, it does not mean that they sound the same. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he li-
3: like like listen to him. Listen to him. He literally sounds nothing like me. Uh, except that. He's German. And that, that's the only overlap. It's like, come on, a little more effort, please. At that at that point, you might as well ask me if I voiced the Noir Oktoberfest skin.
4: Did you? <laughs> I,
3: I literally don't know any voice lines of that skin, and it's going to stay that way, because I hate that skin. The seething passion.
4: What? All right. All right, I—I I, I got I to gotta ask. This is kind of just a fro curiosity question. I know you hate that skin because it's all stereotypical German, right?
3: Yes, not Bavarian, not German. That's the thing. Oh, is that it?
4: Yeah. I've been oh, to Bavaria. Okay, well then that answers before I even get to my yeah, question. Yeah, the, the thing
3: is that everyone thinks that it's German, but it's just Bavarian, and it has very little to do with most German traditions. Like, we don't wear lederhosen. Bavarians wear lederhosen. We don't have an Oktoberfest. Okay, we do nowadays. It's kind of like been like, you know, every country has the Oktoberfest now, so so most of Germany has one as well now, but uh, it's just,
0: Yeah.
2: I's, but I's, do I, you like. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I, like,
3: I, I identify with the skin like 0%. But I guess it's the same for many people with like Hootenholobacos, so I guess it's like.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trust I've seen Americans. That's pretty fucking spot on for a lot of them.
2: <laughs> do you like Schweinshaxe?
3: though? Uh, no. Teats does, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that ruins the setup there.
2: <clears throat> what about Glühwein?
3: Nah, it's like it's it's something that you at least get all around Germany. That's like something German. It's not Bavarian. Um, same with Schweinsachs. Yeah. is like southern German. It's not just Bavarian. Glühwein, uh, I can like appreciate for what it is. You know, you just it's just cool to have like a warm, warm, slightly alcoholic drink in in winter that you know tastes a little bit fruity and is cheap, but. Um, I don't really drink it. Like I don't. Like last time I went to a Christmas market, I got a. I think I got a hot chocolate with alcohol or something, <laughs> like with rum.
2: <laughs> I have actually been to the Christmas market in Cologne. Oh, nice. That was a. Yeah, that was a really good time. I used to work for a German company, so I've been to Germany about like seven or eight times. Oh
3: wow. Well, I don't. I don't yeah. need to tell you then.
2: <laughs> I know how to. Sp- I know how to speak the women. Huh. Mein I mean, Scheiß, isn't Staffi, that All you really need. <laughs>
3: You just talked to each other. I have no idea what anyone said.
2: Oh, uh, I said mein deutscher Scheiß, afi bumsigut.
0: That Go wasn't even that bad. That
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean as an opener, that's uh, it's not the best, but <laughs> you you can get away with it if you're not German. <laughs> <laughs> for what did you want to say?
4: Oh, all I was gonna say—isn't is, that all you need? Is to be able to speak to the women.
3: I mean, yeah, with that line, you, that'll you do, do it. want to understand. Unless you're like like with someone that that carries you around somehow, uh, you do want to understand some basic German for the public transport system because it's barely ever translated into English unless you're in the really big cities. So that's like that's the biggest re- issue that I noticed. Like when Tietz was here and uh, in Germany, and uh, she was just like trying to do things on her own like most things were very possible but going onto trains was not
4: (laughs) last question we have from our boy benedict adios because he's a trader um he's got some high expectations for this one what is your favorite beer and i better have changed for the shitty answer it was last time Or it better have changed from the (laughs) shitty answer it was last
3: time. Well, I'm assuming the last time the answer was Corona then. If he's...
4: It was. I remember. If he's upset about that. he's not impressed. Uh, (laughs) I have have no
3: intention to impress him. Um, (laughs) Because, like... See, I could say... I could say... uh, Duckstein now, which is honestly a very good beer. Which is much more recognizable as a... Like... It's more of a beer than a Corona is, but I'm in Australia now, and in Australia, they don't even sell duckstein at all, so, but what they sell here and what everyone drinks here, because it's hot in summer and you want a refreshing drink, is Corona and lime, so my answer has not changed, it's still Corona and lime, but that said, I also haven't had a single beer in ages, like, in a, in a very, very long time, I can't even remember the last one I had. Um, I kind of said to myself that this year I am not going to drink unless there's going to be like a really good occasion for it. Uh, And so far, with the exception of testing a sip of a melon alcoholic drink just to see what it tastes like, I think it was melon, uh, I have held that up. I mean, it's pretty easy in in quarantine, but... uh, So, yeah, I haven't had a and a just because,
4: yeah... I, you find it easy not to drink in quarantine yeah yeah,
2: was
3: <laughs> I'm, the opposite. The opposite I'm, I'm a social <laughs> drinker i'm not someone who sits at home and drinks something on their own so for me that's super easy i don't see any benefit in being bust and then just sitting at home playing smite uh so
4: see i do it socially too but a lot of my social interaction because i hate all these fuckers that i live around is playing smite with my friends and yeah, there was a
2: lot of tabletop simulator pummel party nights jackbox during uh during quarantine yeah okay i could
3: see it for those but you know i don't have any friends so that's
2: <laughs> smite, yeah, i mean it happened with smite too it, it, yeah there was some real armadillo hours we'll put it that way Oh <laughs> Dude, coffin was trash all right I'm, I'm gonna
4: fill you in on this duke sloth coffin was a sloth a that night
2: yeah, he was coffin, coffin was sloth, sloth.
4: We're, we're playing an arena, right? First off, like, the game loads up, we're buying our items, and Coffin's like, all right, guys, I'm going to go. And we're like, well, <laughs> you know we just started a game, right? Like, buy some items and play. Instead, he's like, oh, oh okay, I'll do that, I'll do that. Hey, like, oh, we're, we're in a game right now, Coffin goes, "Ah, oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, five five minutes later, maybe maybe ten minutes later, we're sitting there playing, and he's like, well, you got an armadillo come out here. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so now we got the real armadillo hours, man. You got to watch out those. <clears throat> All right. And the last part of Adios' question we got is Optimus Prime or Megatron? Hmm.
3: Honestly, I, I'm not really a Transformers fan, but I, 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 feel, like, I feel like it's a Megatron. Yeah, it's the it's the edgy guy, you know.
4: <laughs> so your true answers for all these questions is "fuck you, adios." I get it. I get it.
3: <laughs> and he's listening in. Oh God! <laughs>
1: yeah, he is listening in. <laughs> he heard that real time.
4: <laughs> to be fair, it's like what what is it, like four or two a.m. his time, or we, something like so that. So there's a chance he's, he's already asleep. asleep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that would be all of our questions.
3: All right. That was a, a much longer well, list guess, than last time, I was it? I guess I do got... I'm sorry, what's that? That was a much longer list than last time, was it? I feel like last time was just a few questions. This time was like a, a whole essay.
4: <laughs> I feel like it may be may, just a couple more, if you will. But I, I I do got one more one more question, I guess. You mentioned that, you know, n- nice, nice drink, a refreshing one in the summer. Is a Corona. Have you tried <laughs> White Claw or Truly's?
3: Uh, we actually don't, I don't, but maybe we do now. But for like like when White Claw was all the hype, we didn't even have it over here yet. So I have not tried that. I don't even know what the other one is.
4: It's it's just a different version, of right. different flavors that are better. I mean, better from my understanding, White Claw flavors. is just Rick, basically
3: Stop. a drink that has uh, a lot of alcohol in comparison to, like, not a lot of alcohol, but a fair amount of alcohol and very little taste as far as, like... Yeah, it's like a seltzer water. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't even know what a seltzer water really is, so...
4: (laughs) Carbonated water. Oh, oh, it's actually... It's it's
3: super confusing because, like, in America you have, like, seltzer water, but then you have soda, but soda in America is somehow with sugar or not or something. It's, like, completely different by definition every time I ask, so um, I always get lost in in what's (laughs) what in America. So seltzer water is just carbonated uh, water with no sugar, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's like you call it water with gas. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, we call it seltzer. That's salsa. also what soda water is too, except for it's just usually seltzer water is meant to be uh, mixed with alcohol, whereas your quote-unquote soda water is just like the water you can get out of a soda machine without the syrup added to it. But it's essentially the same exact. But then why it's is there easy.
3: soda with sugar in it as well? What is that? Why not? No, but like, why? Why is there it's not a different name for soda without sugar and soda with sugar? Because, like, like the, the weirdest thing, like I, I, I remember back in the day, I used to be a lot of into uh, into cocktail making, um, and there was a lot of recipes that asked for soda, and every time I was like, okay, which soda is it going to be? <laughs> because sometimes it was no. just you know, seltzer, and sometimes it was sugary soda. <laughs>
4: Even here in America, when you're talking about soda, as in, like, the drink, right? Not just the, the carbonated water aspect. There is three different, depending on where you're at in the country, ways you can refer to it. Oh, Jesus. You can call it soda. You cola. can call it cola. Even though cola is a specific what? type of soda. Wait, 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 wait. If you're in, like, the middle of America. Wait,
3: why would it be called cola? Wait, it's, it's still, we're still talking about it is. carbonated water.
4: No, this is... Oh, this is... sodas as a whole? Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola, oh, like 7-Up, all of them as a whole. Okay. They can either be called a soda, a cola, or pop.
3: And then elsewhere, it's a, it's a soft drink as well.
4: Yes, Or a soft drink, yep.
3: Yeah,
2: can we just give some recognition to Pepsi, who came out with a one-calorie soda?
3: <laughs> no, no. We, no, no we're actually not make. giving any recognition Pepsi to that. Just, just stop drinking that garbage <laughs> altogether, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
4: All right. So, have you ever had uh, what's it called? Bubbly. It's it's a flavored seltzer water, basically, as well.
3: No, I don't think that's something nope. they sell outside of the U.S. Either.
4: I'm trying to think what's the other one called. But if you haven't had the bubbly, then you wouldn't know the other one either. Not saying it's very. It's the White Claw's and Trulease just taste a lot like that with like the smallest hint of alcohol. Right. The smallest.
3: Yeah, no, I can see, I can definitely see that being a refreshing drink. Thing, I mean, it's it's very similar to Corona, where alcohol is definitely not the dominant taste in it, but it's it's like the flavor, and then the alcohol just comes with it and gives you a nice little buzz in the sun <laughs> until you're like.
4: Oh, these will give you more than a nice little buzz, man. They got like five percent in them; they're pretty good. I mean, that's
3: isn't that just, huh? It's four point five. Isn't that normal for beer? I mean, I...
4: I no, here yes. in America, your, <laughs> right, you've your your got some standard, different stuff, just Bud Light or Bush. <laughs> is usually around three two three 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 five, I actually don't know how much corona
3: has either um interestingly enough uh, speaking of of corona as well uh I had corona light for the first time uh in Australia I didn't even know that I existed I don't sell that in Germany uh, for obvious reasons um yeah okay so yeah normal corona has four point five so the same as like same as uh white claw but then the corona light has like 3 point something, like 3.2 or something, I don't know. 3.7. And that's actually, like, the interesting thing is um, that in Australia, I think a lot of the pricing of the drink hinges on the amount of alcohol because they have very heavy taxes on alcohol and drinks. Like, for a bottle of, like, vodka, you pay uh, 35 to 40 bucks, and it doesn't matter much which brand you're buying, unless you're buying, like, some super fancy stuff, uh, because... The main part of the price doesn't come from the brand. It comes from the alcohol content, um, which means that for some reason, uh, Corona Light is like, I think, almost half the price of normal Corona and not that much less alcohol that it would be an issue anyways. Like, you know, it's still going to be like a beer. So I tried that and that actually wasn't bad. It's was actually like
2: that should be a thing here. Huh? That should be a thing here.
3: I mean maybe you, it's like maybe the you have to light version like version by default.
2: <laughs> Corona and Corona Light are like the same price. Like you don't get a you don't get a pass on that.
3: Yeah, and like in that case like why would you want to buy Corona Light? It doesn't really make sense. But when there's such a price difference then all of a sudden it does make sense.
4: Well, that concludes all of our questions. Wait, one more. What'd you have for breakfast?
3: Oh god. <laughs> this is going to be oddly specific. Um
4: well, you mentioned having breakfast while you're recording. Yeah,
3: But on my all my <laughs> breakfast is all I had uh buckwheat with apples and macadamia oil. And and no, I'm not That don't sound half bad. I'm I not trying to like be a hipster or something. That is just because I have a massive amount of stomach issues and this is one of the few things that I can eat without problems.
4: All right. How's your uh your weight gaining going? You able to actually pack on a few pounds yet? Um, I was. Still struggling? I was,
3: but, um, quarantine threw me back a mile in that regard. Um.
2: What the fuck is quarantine like down under? (laughs) You're making it so bad. I mean, weight? The thing is, right, if I,
3: if I don't go to the gym, um, like, I don't work out, then there's no point in me trying to gain weight. I'm not trying to gain fat, right? I'm trying to gain muscle, so uh i can't really be on a bulk when i'm not working out um and then i also managed to simultaneously uh completely fuck up my elbow so i couldn't even work out properly since february and the other thing is when i'm not working out i'm also not nearly as hungry um so i was just like okay while while i'm not really doing anything there's no point in in bulking and putting so much effort into making a ton of food uh so i guess i'm as I'm as uh, lean as I could ever be now, but at least I can bulk now again. And uh, my elbow is gradually getting better. So I'm expecting to be able to put on weight relatively quickly in the next few months because uh, we actually, the one investment that we made with quarantine is um, put all our funds together and we got a home gym. So we have a half rack in our garage now. So I can actually work out now, even though the gyms are, are still closed down and I can at least do some some leg stuff again, which is nice.
4: Duke's coming out of quarantine sober and skinnier. Meanwhile, half America's coming out fat and
3: alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the sober thing, is like, that's been going on for a while. I mean, it's like... Uh, I just had... I, during my youth, I used to drink a lot. Like, a lot, lot. Like, way more than what he- was healthy for me. And I think uh, I'm still feeling the repercussions of some of that now. Um, and... I just kind of, just kind of over drinking excessively at least. So when I drink now, it's just very casually. So even before this year, I was like, you know, it was just like, you drink on New Year's, you drink for like a big birthday or something. And yeah, that that's it really. So it wasn't really a, a big step for me anymore at this point. Whereas, uh, I mean, in Germany, you start drinking early. You start drinking when you're 16. And yeah, till I was like, around 22 23 i think i had my i had my fair share of alcohol like i'm not gonna miss it that much compared to somebody who can only start when they're 21 or legally start at least and starts when they're
4: 19 or whatever of course we all wait dude. yeah of we're course everyone
3: waits yeah, yeah, yeah i, I
0: know <laughs>
4: <laughs> well i think from that we're good to move on to our community corner because we got one of those nev do you want to yes tell everybody what it is please
1: I, I'm i gonna <laughs> so we are wondering if you could play a game with one of the hosts what would it be like that's it that's that's the question like a
3: game as in
4: <laughs> a smite game or, as, or as, any game
1: as in any game
4: <laughs> I mean at the moment I was gonna say I imagine most of our listeners it won't be smite game because we play with them all the fucking time <laughs>
3: so i should answer as well right i mean feel free i mean for me it would definitely be crucible at the moment that's that's the game i'm playing <laughs> and it's actually <laughs> one that i can that play on na servers as well so it's like you know i, I have to play on na server so it's not even an issue in terms of nothing changes for me it's it's N A either way
2: you could come on some scav runs with me and uh silent reveries
3: i don't want to play your shooty games with your pew pews <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh they're not shooting only if you want them to be you can just rat around and get loot if that's what you want to do that, that's like more Bryce my thing does. I just run around
3: all night
2: <laughs> I think the funniest thing was when our buddy Gok uh, thought like you have to worry about your energy and hydration in that game mm-hmm. and Gok killed himself because he came became super dehydrated because he drank milk he was like I drank the milk and I died <laughs> We, we found out like three weeks later, he drank condensed milk, like a whole carton, just fucking slammed it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh, uh, speaking of, of dehydrated, uh, another game that I think is always fun to play with anyone, really, with others, uh, Don't Starve Together. I love that game.
0: Yes, it's, I love that game.
3: I, I always want to, like, it's like, the constant joke with me and Tito that we want to play that game and we never have the time, but I absolutely love everything about that game except the combat and speaking of combat there is a new game that has been announced recently um for PC and PS5 which is called let me scroll for a second i can tell you it's called it's called it's called uh, tribes of midgard which is essentially uh don't stuff together ish in some ways but like you build your own base and everything uh top down as well but it's placed in a in a viking world and uh, you're fighting Norse gods, and you have way more combat abilities and everything, which looks really cool. Ooh,
4: you had me when you said Midgard. Yeah, I know. It's
3: like it's like everything that you know. <laughs> I, I can I can link to the trailer. Here. It's actually really, really interesting in my opinion. I I hope they have um, like it, we don't really know that much about yet. I hope they have a decent amount of survivability aspects as well. I like I know you have bows, and you, I'm assuming you need to hunt, and you can chop wood, and you can get rocks. But I hope there's a lot of like. Uh, building and different things that you can discover and, uh, and stuff as well, because that's a big factor for me in, in Don't Starve, why I think it's so fun uh, just to explore all the different things you can use. Um, yes. But, yeah, I, I, I have a lot of hope for that game. And it, they got they just got well, like...
1: You, you, you already you already sold me on it. I'm already <laughs> looking forward to it. And yeah, they,
3: they, they got picked up by Gearbox. They were like some indie developers and Gearbox was just like, okay, guys, we're taking you, we're bringing you to PS5, let's go. So they must have a pretty That's good awesome. hope for that game as well.
1: <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out for sure. It's
3: still it's still in uh, Alpha, I think, but you can get in somehow if you sign up through their, like they have this whole system where you promote their game a little bit by tweeting about it once a week and then you can get into the Alpha or something
4: i'll give it a go (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna lie this actually looks pretty cool i know right like i'm watching the trailer right now and it looks fun i know right
3: (laughs) yeah that game when it comes out
1: (laughs) i'm i'm sold i'm sold (laughs) (laughs) well i think we are going to go ahead and wrap it up here duke where can we find you on the internet
3: youtube.com slash dukesloth twitter.com slash dukesloth tv twitch tv slash dukesloth and instagram.com slash dukesloth tv if i got that right it's either dukesloth or dukesloth tv one of the two
4: and of course we'll try to get all the links and put course. them in the description for you no problem
1: and fro i think you have some shoutouts available
4: Yes, yes, I do, but I was ill prepared, <laughs> so give me just one quick second. All right, shout out to all of our Patreon supporters, you beautiful, sexy motherfuckers. We have Aerial Steel, Asbestos Dog, Baseball, Bomby, Danny Boy, Gilly, Colorado, Snorlax, Weatherman, Adios, Famous Freak, Stoffmeister, Backlash, Sadons, Lantern 25 Green, Bats Kid, Riggs, and Brian, who I do now know is Dracon Prime. Thank you guys. Much yeah, appreciated. Furious
1: heart hands.
2: Bot glove.
4: You can't see that. I I literally did. (laughs) I did. did. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Bot glove to all of you guys. Bot glove.
1: And you can find us at battleground of on Twitter, and you are you know all the other stuff. So we'll see you next time.
4: real quick actually i will remind everyone if you want to find me on pc because nobody's adding me on pc it's fro double g no all underscores one all one word
3: you, you're making a mistake here you Wait think a minute. you think people are not finding you the real reason is they don't want to find you
2: people aren't looking oh. for
0: you <laughs> 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 he's roasted me too <laughs> got him <'em>.
2: right <laughs> see you can make fun of him having no friends but don't talk about that fucking mystical mail or anything. <laughs>
3: I mean, I can make that joke because, like, my friend list is dead empty because like, I cleared it out, so I mostly have people that I, like, know or people that are from Australia, uh, and with Australia's player base not being exactly big, it's not a very big list anymore.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I tried to find you to add you the other day.
3: Right, do you even know my current in-game name?
4: Uh, I knew your past one. I, don't know what your current I think
3: one is. right now it's Sleep Token. Oh,
4: yeah, 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 I, would I never explain would have guessed, and I'm over here, like, Black it. Page.
3: Ah, uh, you can you can always you can always find my newest name if you watch my, my newest videos. It's always you just have to look for a kill I, and then you see my that'll name. That'll be hard
4: to find. All right, little <laughs> disclosure: I never watch your videos at all. Don't watch <laughs> them, period. I listen.
3: Fair. Okay. Well, then you won't see it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I like literally the only time I ever even look at the screen when your videos has come up just to hit that thumbs up and put that bitch right back in my pocket because <laughs> I'm at work. <clears throat>
3: Okay, I think we. we oh, no, right. Okay. Oh, good. Yep,
1: I yep. Goodbye! <laughs> Bye! Bye! Wait! <laughs> Like a haunting melody What do spirits say?
0: What do spirits say? In a darker day What do spirits say?
3: I'm gonna stop recording now, but that's what I was going to say, my uh, my audition is uh, not happy with it, the length of this recording, and I'm just gonna hopefully be able to stop it without it mucking up on me. I'm just gonna press stop here. Ooh, Ooh it's not happy with the length of that recording at all. Oh.